Eu já passei por quase toda nessa vida e manter a guarda está ainda minha vez. Confessão o seu do obrigado por ele e meu coração é nobre. Foi assim que Deus me fez. E deixa a vida me levar, vida leva eu. Deixa a vida me levar, vida leva eu. Deixa a vida me levar, vida leva eu. Eu sou feliz e agradeço por tudo que Deus me fez. Larry, obrigado. That's got to be a first. I think that we've had other Portuguese guys on the show. I, I'm trying to remember if Tony from TC actually sang. He might have. I think he did. But all the guys are going to appreciate you doing that. So I want to thank you so much for doing that. I, I don't know about the creation guys, if they're yeah. going to appreciate it. But I don't care about them. That's Carlito's not here today. He has every right to bring as many creations on the show. But he doesn't do that. And uh, we know there's a lot of Portuguese guys in the construction industry. Just a few. <laughs> Just a few. So... Yeah, so uh, this is going to be an interesting show. I want to really thank you, Larry, for coming on the show because thank you're you. from Vancouver. You're from Vancouver, uh, Victoria Island. Yeah, thank you for and you've, me. And you've come back home just for family and, and you're hanging out here for a few days. And then we were joking a few weeks ago on DM saying, if I could, I'd come out to you. And you say, well, I might come out to you first. So here we are and we're going to record yep. a show with a tile set or a, a floor surface installer yep. from out west. That's Which right. is great. You're not the first out west person. We've had uh, Steve Andrews from uh, Structural RS, but he does structural uh, bonding, epoxy coating, and things like that. But you're mm -hmm. definitely the first trade oh. from out west. So this is going to be a good I show. Hope you don't trade me. No, no, not at all, Larry. So <laughs> let me let me get the deets out here. Yeah. Uh, so Larry from uh, King Tile Co. And also you just told me King Surfaces. Yeah, King Surfaces. Yep. And then so you've been doing this for 15 years. Like, wait a minute, how young are you, man? No, I've been in business for business. 15 years, but I've been doing it longer, probably closer to 18. Wow. How yeah. old are you? Uh, 37. Oh, you're still a kid. So website is www.ketal. Yeah. We don't want to check. www.ketal.ca. Uh, Email is info at ketal.ca. And the Instagram handles are at ketalco and then key surfaces. You got it. We got a good show today. Obviously, we're going to talk about tiling. I got a lot of questions about tiling. We always like doing tiling shows, but uh, off mic before we got started. First of all, you brought a bunch of goodies, which is great. We had our cafe, yes, which is cafe always Z. nice, which is nice. It's always yeah. nice to start a Saturday morning. We're here at VentureX offices. It's a little cold out. It's warmer out back home. A little bit warmer. <laughs> Still warmer. Probably at 25 degrees warmer. Did you guys get any snow this year? Nothing. It was funny. The snow chased me here. It just started snowing just a little bit just, um, just before I came. Yeah. Yeah. I was heading out to the airport and it started snowing. I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess it's warming me up for this snow. Do you guys have de-icing features in Vancouver? I think they do. The which one? De-icing. Icing. De-icing de the plane. Oh, de-icing. Yeah. We do. Yeah. It doesn't get used very often. But, I, yeah, we have that feature. I remember I got stuck in, in Vegas. I got stuck in Vegas for four or five hours because they don't have the icing features. And they had this coat snap. And we were literally watching the I captain walking on the wings to inspect the wings to see how thick the ice was. And then they started talking about going to Home Depot to buy as many heat blankets as possible to put it on the they plane. They actually said that? <laughs> they were on the announcement, all this other stuff. And then I remember a few kids saying i'm not getting on this plane regardless i'm not trying to fly out of vegas with frost on the wings and i'm like just sitting there going 
I'm a Canadian. Like, I don't care. Put as much snow as you want on there. I'm getting out of here. That's it. But it was just, that's that's a whole other thing. But also, before the mics were getting started, we were reminiscing about back home because you, your family, my family from the same island. Yes. Which is really funny. So it's it just, we were just talking about the home life back home. We could be cousins. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Not even know about it. It's funny. So we, obviously, I miss Peak and I miss Portugal and I miss everything and, and everybody back there. And it's a different lifestyle, man. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. We just can't talk too much about it. Then everyone's want to go to go there. Yeah, they will. They'll go check it out, man. Unless you start talking about San Miguel, and that's yeah. a different story, yeah. right? <laughs> All right. I want to get into the first show, but we have this yeah. new segment. So, I, uh, building books, and I actually just want to share with everybody a book that I recently read. Have you read this, Relentless? No, so I haven't. Relentless was actually recommended by uh, Condo Works CA out west as well, Vancouver. Funny, so okay. let's make it a Vancouver Portuguese show. Tim S. Grover, and this is an amazing book. He's actually the 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 coach sort of the mental coach, and uh, some of his bigger clients were uh, Kobe Bryant, obviously, Mike, um, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. This book, basically, it, it wakes you up. It just wakes you up on about how you don't have to be soft, you don't have to be this way, you don't have to be that way. You have to be literally relentless. You have to be f- more focused and just get to where you want to get to. So he recommended it. I picked it up. I read it. Loved it. It's great. I'm sharing it now with everybody so you can check it out, right? But now, Larry... On with the show with you, man. Let's right, get started. Man. How did you get started in, in Thailand? Ooh, how long is this show? It's 15,000 <laughs> hours long. <laughs> 18 oh, years ago? Uh, yeah, 18 years ago. It actually goes a little bit before that. When when I was still in high school, I was about when, yeah, 16 years old. I started my own business. Um, in construction? No, actually doing computers. So I was a bit of an entrepreneur. Uh, No, I used to build computers, fix them, do all that kind of stuff. We had a little retail spot. I did that, and then I started delivering pizza, and I worked at a senior's um, home. And I did that for a couple of years. And when my father would go to Portugal for vacation, they had asked me if I could help them because my dad's a tile setter. And my brother started working with them, and I said, "No, no, man, I don't want to. I don't want to get into that, right?" And then they insisted and insisted, and I said, "Okay, sure, I'll help you." So, I was given a box of silicone and a caulking gun and a knife, and they used to do a lot of apartment buildings, like full high rises. And my brother gives it to me, say, "Hey, just caulk everything. Where tile meets tile, where tile meets tub." Just caulk the whole building. Go into every unit. I was like, okay. Never done this before, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> he didn't show you? Nothing? No, nothing. <laughs> so just yeah. go. Yeah, just go. Didn't and tell then, you how much to cut the tip nope. off the cut? Nothing? Nope. Okay. Nothing. Zero, zero experience. <laughs> I hadn't... Um, my dad had been doing tile for a long time, but as kids, he never really had us exposed or wanted to show us. He didn't want us at all to get into the trade. He's like, you guys need to go to school, get an education, and not work as hard as I do. So he just didn't want us to touch it. It's funny how our parents are like that. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, will we be like that? Or do you think it flips? I don't think I will be, no. No? My wife's a different story, but yeah. Okay. I'm just curious because I've seen that a lot from a lot of European dads and moms that they don't want the hard work job for their kids. They want the kids to have an easier job, makes more money. For me personally, I think that the kids, especially my kids, they need to learn 
what it means to work hard. You know, if it's working hard as a doctor or working hard as a janitor, you know what I mean? Like you're going to do your best at the whatever ethic. job that yeah. you do and you need that work ethic regardless of what you're going to do, right? Like it's so important to gain that experience and to gain that um, that drive that you want to just do your best yeah. at whatever it is, yeah. right? Well, completely so, agree. So sorry, I took you off so the yeah, tangent. No, it's all good. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, so I've got this box of caulking. I've got this caulking gun. I'm trying to figure out how to get it in. I get it in, and then I squeeze, and I see that the silicone's not coming out. So I'm like, well, there's got to be something else to this. So I untwist the tap. Oh, got to cut got to cut it off. Okay, put the tap back on. I go and start squeezing, and I say, oh, man, this is really hard. Like, this isn't coming out very easily. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to open up this a little bit more, and then, you know, I go to squeeze again. It's like, oh, it's still a little bit hard. I'm going to cut it a little bit more and then cut a little bit more just but little by little until I kind of figured out and then I was like oh I'll cut it on an angle too because <laughs> everything I've got to do is on an angle yeah so here I go I figured it out boom I start caulking everything I finished caulking everything and the contractor the yeah I guess he would be yeah he's the contractor uh, that was working on that development and he comes up to me he said Larry man, I've never seen such great siliconing, I, like, ever. I was like, what, really? Like, First time. Yeah, and he's like, no, man, that was so great. That's awesome. Like, you got to come and do all these jobs. I'm like, you sure? Like, that's the best you've seen <laughs> from a guy that's never done it before? Really? Like, that Says kind of lot. the expectations, like the expectations that you guys have here. Yeah, who's super excited. My my brother and my dad was like, yeah, that's, yeah, good job. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, that's, that's no biggie. That was just a temporary, right? Because my dad was not around. He just asked for the help. And then a year goes by. He goes on vacation again. And then I uh, wasn't doing the business anymore. Like, I didn't have the computer business. And I had a little bit more spare time. And they insisted, like, hey, you should come back and do some more work for us. And, and I'm like, no, you know, no, I don't really want to. He's like, no, come on, please, we, we could really use your help, especially since, they're, um, since my dad wasn't there. He was on vacation. They sent me to a job to go grout. And, you know, it's like a 50-square-foot floor, but back then, you know, you had, like, the five, six mil grout joints, so yep. like quarter inch, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, it's the first time you're grouting? 12 12. Yeah, it's the first time I ever grouted. So I was and, just, and like the caulking, they don't show you how to do it? 100%. <laughs> I was given a bucket, a trowel, a float, and a sponge. It was like, grout. It was like, okay. So I grabbed the bag. I, I was like, well, this thing's got to have some instructions so okay i'll follow the instructions <laughs> so here we go okay mix and let it slake and da 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 and you know apply then wait and then wipe i was like oh well, that can't be too it's difficult pretty straightforward yeah yeah so i mix up the grout I install the grout there was something off because like when i was grouting and then when i would go to wash the grout there was like pinholes 
was like, what the hell? Why is, why is this? And then I would put a little bit more grout where the holes were and then go to wash it and pinholes again. I was like, what? man, this is, this is really like painstaking. And I'd go and go and go and like took me five, almost six hours to grout like 50 square feet. My brother had called me like halfway through. He's like, oh, how's things going? I'm like, oh, you know, it's, there's, is there like a trick to this? Cause like I'm having some issues. He's like, oh man, you'll figure it out. So no help, no assistance, no nothing. tough, man. <laughs> tough and love. The, hey, you want to learn how to swim? <laughs> jump in the pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, he shows up and, uh, I was done and he's like, oh, hey man, yeah, that looks good. Good job. I know it's your first time. That's probably why you took so long. I said, yeah, yeah. Is there a trick to this? And then he goes and grabs the grout bag and he looks at it. He starts laughing. He's like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, what? what? What's so funny? He's like, oh, shoot, man. I gave you the wrong grout. I was like, what do you mean the wrong grout? He's like, I gave you unsanded grout. So the unsanded grout is like only for like tiny yeah. grout joints, yeah. right? Like, so, so it was, was building air pockets. Exactly. Because the grout joint was thicker. Exactly. And that's and where all like, the bubbles came and, from. And as you wipe it in such a big grout joint, like it always wants to keep coming out, yeah. right? So I'm yeah. like, and I was like, you piece. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, uh, he said, well, like, you know, it looks good though, man. We'll see if it if it passes. And then we never heard from the customer so again. So I, don't, I guess it was it was okay. How right? thick was the joint again? It was about uh, five six mil. Yeah. yeah so okay. Quarter All right. Inch. Quarter inch or so. It, it probably had tons of hairline cracks in it, but uh, you know, because unsanded would do that, right? Yeah. It's not designed for that. Hundred <laughs> percent. So. So that's like, your first experience yeah, grouting. Exactly, and it was like, I just I just couldn't believe it. And then some more time went by and I was no longer working in my other jobs. They asked me again to come and work with them, but this time full time. And I wasn't really doing much. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll try it. They uh, put me to grout. Again. A grout. Yeah, again. And that's all I did for a year was grow, just grow 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 i had my little 89 uh chevy sprint i don't know if you know what one of those yeah i like. remember yeah, i yeah, remember yeah. and uh i had like all the colors of the grow i had unsanded sanded and i would go to four or five different job sites in one day making 10 bucks an hour paying for my own gas on my own stuff and i uh, would just grow 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 this was all high-rise stuff not just high rise. They also did um, residential, residential as well. Yeah, so just generally. grout. You go in five eighths mosaics, two by two mosaics. Didn't matter. Twelve by twelve, anything. Yeah, and I would just grout. You know, they called me the grout bitch. Uh, <laughs> so for a year. For a year, that's all I did was just grout. Were your hands like just prunes? Like. No, I don't. You just after like two weeks, your hands just get used to it. Yeah. And then. Um, when I started grouting, the grout wash um, system just yeah. had came out. Yeah. And my dad bought it and he spent like 250 bucks. He's like, look, man, you got to like guard this with your life. Like, <laughs> I'm going to give this to you and you're going to have to use it and figure it out. And this is yours. Like, 
you got to take good care of it. And that's the tool that I used to grout. You don't have to use your hands in the water as much with the grout system, right? Yep. So you're, you're rolling it and you have a handle. So that's how I learned. So I used that for like little backsplashes. It wouldn't matter. Like, you know, some of the guys, like they only like to use that on like a, like a bigger job, a bigger job, a bigger space. Exactly. No, they, but I use it for like, didn't matter. Really? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Showers, Just, like, bathrooms, didn't tubs, matter. everything yeah. didn't matter. It's still to this day, I still grout like that. You made the tool work. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, so I grouted for a year and then I asked him, I said, Hey, like, when can I start touching the tile part? Like I want to, you know, be a helper or something and, and start figuring it out. They're like, well, well, who's going to grout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need a grout bitch. It's like, who's going to do that if you want to step up? Exactly. So they, uh, they hired a few guys. I, I trained them up how to, you know, grout properly. And then, did they uh, grasp it as quickly as you? No, it no takes, way. No, I didn't it think takes so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, give them all the few pointers and stuff like that. And I got to ask you, Larry, were you responsible for cleaning all the grout lines before you oh, actually yeah. grout it? How good were the grout lines when you got it? Pretty good. Depends on the installer. Okay. Yeah, some guys were sloppy. Some guys were cleaner than others, right? So. And we just got to let the listeners know that this is before the days of clips. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. This was the days of. You know, Star Wars and using the force and figuring out how to level things to 100%. the minimum amount of lippage as possible, right? You got it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, a lot of the guys, too, back then, they didn't even have spacers. Like, yeah, that was the other thing, too. We would just do grids. And uh, I remember seeing this one guy, his name was Matt, and he would grid the whole floor. He would make all of his cuts dry light but yeah. like do all of his yeah. cuts yeah. and then he would come in and install the whole thing no spacers no nothing and uh wow. he would basically pre-cut everything so that all the full tiles he would just have it stacked and then all of his cuts are already pre-cut and he just follow his lines and, and boom pretty much what done. all the guys are doing today when they start doing an envelope tiling and you're doing shower floors you pre-cutting everything get it all ready that's right and then we, install yeah, spend basically. your day or two or whatever it takes to cut and line yeah. up everything. So he was doing that back then. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. You that's know, that's artisan. That's like art at that moment. Well, that's math, man. Yeah. 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 I I don't know. I don't think I could still do that to this day. It's a little bit different. Yeah. I I do things a little bit different because I I I learned by myself. So then what like happened was when we finally got a new grout bitch. And I could start putting my hands on the tile. They sent me to go work with this guy named Jeremy. We were doing this uh, custom bathroom. Like the whole bathroom was limestone. Floor ceilings with uh, like an accent going, you know, following the floor up to the ceiling. And the ceiling's got to be these uh, 18 by 18 tiles that were all cut down to like six by six on a 45 we're working on the ceiling and um i'm cutting all the pieces and i'm i'm handing it to him and i'm trying to watch and observe it's about 10 o'clock on a friday and he uh oh I'm, I'm gonna go grab a coffee i'll be right back and i said okay cool yeah do you need anything no 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 go right ahead and uh you know it's 10 30 <laughs> he's not back you know i kept myself busy because you know a good little helper will there's always something to do yep. right yep so 
I kept cutting stuff, and 11 o'clock comes, still not back. That's an hour, man. Like, what? 11.30, still not back. It's okay. 12 o'clock, he's still not back. I call Pops. I say, hey, man, Jeremy's not back from from the coffee break at 10, and it's 12. And you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still working, but what's happening? Like, he doesn't answer his phone. Like, what, what's going on? Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll call him. I'll see if he answers. And he tries to call him. Of course, he doesn't answer it either. You know, my brother tries calling him. He doesn't answer his phone. And then my dad calls me back and, uh, hey, uh, do you know anything? Like, <laughs> did he hint anything? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, he seemed fine. And uh, he's like, oh, wait, fuck. Did you give him a check this morning? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me that it was payday Friday and he got his check and, and went to coffee and gone? And then uh, I said, well, no, I didn't give him a check. He's like, oh, your brother must have gave him the check. And I was like, I don't know, go call him. And then he calls me back. He's like, oh, motherfucker. He's like swearing on the phone. And he's like, oh, man, what? Oh, shit. your brother gave him the check. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, oh, man, he's gone. Like, he's like... Once he got the check, like you had to give him the check at the end of the day, if you wanted, wow. yeah, if you wanted him to work that day, you had to give him to. So the end what of the happens day. Monday? He's broke. He's broke. Broke. But he still comes back because he needs work. Right. It's yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, he was a great installer though. Like he was. He was an artisan. But yeah. Obviously, he had some other issues that yeah, he had to yeah, deal he had with. Other demons to fight. Oh yeah, weekend demons. Yeah. It started at ten that day. <laughs> it left me by myself, and the thing was, we had to get that job done as quickly as possible because the client was uh, living in another location, and they were waiting for the bathroom to get done so that the glass can get measured and get the client back into the house, right, and back into his apartment. And then after my dad was done cursing his you know, mixed Portuguese, off. English cursing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, then he asked me, he's like, well, do you think you can finish it? I'm like, finish? What do you mean finish? Like, I just started like being a helper. I'm the helper. Yeah, I'm yeah, not the yeah, installer. Yeah. He's like, oh, but you, you can figure it out. And I'm like, okay, so you want me to install this like 120 square foot ceiling? On a 45 degree angle. Six by six tiles. Six by six tiles. And I haven't even done a floor yet. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can, you'll figure it out. You're a smart guy. I was like, oh, okay. So they left you there for Friday to figure it out. Friday afternoon to figure it out. Yeah, so um, using Granny Rapid, right? Holy cow. For <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> so you're mixing like little batches, right? Yeah. Because your workability time is like 20 minutes, yeah, 30 exactly. minutes at the most, yeah. I cut all the pieces. I started, I started uh, installing all the tiles on the ceiling, and, I, you know, I started in a corner. I just did every kind of thing by eye because I didn't even know how to, like, lay things out, right? So I was like, okay, this wall looks kind of square. I'll just start from here and work my way, and hopefully it, you know, works out. So uh, sure enough, little by little, Saw some progress. A couple of tiles hit my head, but, you know, I didn't get quite enough adhesion to yeah, that, yeah. especially with the granny. It's your um, first time. Yeah. <laughs> and then so the ceiling's done and it's I don't know how many days after, but 
I can't recall. But yeah, so I was doing the ceiling. I eventually finished it. So on on Monday, he came back. Jeremy comes back. Yeah, he comes back. Broke. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was weird because like we were supposed to do the ceiling together, of course. And then in the morning, I was helping him. I had done like, I don't know, about yeah, half of the ceiling at that point. And uh, so I was helping him. And then somehow throughout the day, I was up on the scaffold and then he was back buttering the pieces and the handing them to me. And I was like, wait a minute, how, how did this happen? Like, how did the shift I, of I power? Thought, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I thought I'm supposed to be helping you, not you helping me. He's like, no, man, you did a great job so far. Like, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so then, yeah, the ceiling eventually got finished. And, and then my dad came by and took a look. He's like, hey, man, you know, good job. If you can do that, you can do anything. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, if that's the hardest thing that, you know, that you could think of, of you know, at the for time, a yeah. at the time, yeah. things have gotten harder today. And uh, did your dad have a one? word with Jeremy? Uh, he always had a word with Jeremy. Okay. All right, Jeremy yeah. got fired. Eventually. No, several times. <laughs> okay. And then rehired <laughs> several it. times. One of those. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can't yeah. find anybody. We yeah. can just deal with him and his issues. I got it. Yeah. So, yeah, he was uh, kind of in and out all the time. Yeah. But. That's uh, all good. That's how the business was. That's how the business is. Still kind of <sighs> is. It's bad, huh? Yeah. Because I've always said it, man. Tile installers is one of the hardest trades out there. But you got to be smart. Agree. You got to be smart about it. I mean, yeah. how old's your dad? He's 62 now. And how long was he doing it for? Is he, is he still doing it? He's still He still does down. it. Really? Yeah. No aches he and pains? Be. Or is oh, he? He's, he's got aches and pains. Oh, yeah. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. It's just how it is, man. Yeah, yeah, he's done. I see these kids in their 20s, and they got aches and pains, and I just tell them, you guys need to watch your body, man. You need to figure out. You can't, you can't be hunched over with your torso and grabbing a two-foot-by-four-foot tile on your own and then positioning it. You, you need a helper to take half that weight. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have I aches I do that and all pain. the time. No, I, I've seen your work, Larry, honestly. And your work is like from, from that beginning to now, your work is you're part of the top 10. That's, that's what it is, right? The quality is there. You could totally see it. But it's the aches and pains. It makes me work. Even my dad. My dad was bricklayer. Mm -hmm. And in, he, in his 40s and 50s, he had some, like he'd have a hard time getting out of a chair. And I'm like, I don't want to see people like that. I don't, if there's a way to prevent it, the way to take care of your body a certain way. And I, and I joke, stretch, I, like, and I tell That's the kids, yeah. stretch is big. I mean, it's a, like, I, I love that there's been a few people on the show that have compared construction to being an athlete. Okay, right? yeah. You're at, the, you're at the same kind of yeah. physicality, right? Where, and these athletes, man, they stretch, they prep, they get ready. They do the ice baths. They take care of their bodies, right? Because they need their bodies because their bodies are what? You know what the biggest difference between an athlete and the construction What's life? What's that? The discipline. A hundred percent. Because the guys who do construction are not as disciplined in general, I would say. You know, the, the drywaller, the mudder, the, the, the tile setter, the hardwood guy, like he's just going to crawl out of bed and, you know, maybe brush his hair and... You know, if you're lucky, brush his teeth before he comes into work, right? He's Here's a question for you, Larry. Is the discipline dictated by the pay? Because athletes are paid an astronomical amount. 
contractors, tradespeople or not? I think the discipline is that if an athlete gets injured, he's done. Yeah. No, you know the risk factor. Yeah, the risk factor is much much greater. But in construction, it's there too. If you get hurt, you could be done, depending on the severity of the hurt, right? So, I mean, you could have a, a serious back injury. You could have an on-site injury. You could be incapacitated for the rest of your life or whatever, oh, right? that's true. So it's yeah. there. It's still there, right? But I'm just wondering but, with these kids today or even the older generation, is the discipline driven by the pay? If they were paid more, would they have more discipline? I would like to hope to think that it's not. It's more about the passion. I think it's about, yeah, I think it's about the passion. I think if they were making more money, I don't think that would have made a difference. I don't think so either. No. I don't think so. And so it's, it's the either mentality, in, I think, yeah, too. It's, it's exactly. It's yours, it's, it's inside you, or it's not yeah. inside you. Yeah, it's in the nature, right? Like, right. I mean, you're a kid 18 years ago being given an opportunity for the first time. You don't know how it's done. You haven't seen social media and how people no, are they, doing it. It didn't, didn't exist. Even have that yet. Nobody, even your, you know, your dad, your sibling, didn't even have the foresight to go here. Listen, you'll figure it out. Just figure it out. Try doing that today with a kid. Like you'll come back, and what would you find? I've had stories. I've See them on YouTube. <laughs> you'll you'll be a nightmare. You'll just be like, "What goes wrong entirely this week?" Right, yeah, and yeah. then and then all of a sudden he's the feature of the month, right? Yeah. So it's just um, it's interesting. I think it's interesting that way. I think as a tradesperson, I know I'm bad for it, and I need to uh, probably be a little bit more disciplined in that context, where need to get up maybe a little extra early, do that stretch and, and go see, um, you know, a therapist to go, you know, double check your yep. back and, yep. you know, chiropractic and, you know, massage therapy. And yeah, I don't do any of that. Well, Larry, it's but ironic that we as tradespeople, as soon as the tool starts sounding or acting or performing oddly, what do we do? Go buy a new one. Yeah, we go buy a new <laughs> one or we possibly get a new blade or we yep. get a repair or we drop it off for servicing. We do all these things for the tool, but we don't do it for our bodies. And, and technically yep. speaking, in our industry, our body is part of our tool arsenal. 100%. So we ignore it. And, and I know guys that go years and years without and they just they use the young card. I'm in my 20s. I'm in my 20s. I'm in my 20s. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be in your 30s soon. And yeah, trust yeah. me, And when you blink, you'll be in your 40s and so on. Yeah. And do you want to be a vibrant older gentleman or do you want to be this slightly incapacitated older gentleman, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's it, that's why I was saying it's a hard trade. And I just really want all the younger guys and girls out there to understand that there's things that you can do to avoid injury, to avoid, you know, long term injury. Yeah. Being smart. You know, you can't always get that extra help. Like you said, like, oh, you know, have two guys installing a, you know, two by four foot tile. But that's not always the case, right? Yeah. You know, any help is hard to find, right? Do you have that? That's a big problem. Doesn't matter regardless across the board, across the country, out west. Finding those those laborers, those guys. Especially the entry level. Like, all of our guys are basically journeymen. Like, they're, they're, they're tradesmen. Like yeah. they already know uh, what they're doing, how to do it, right? I give them some guidance. We don't have a whole lot of like 
labor guys, right? You know, we have one, right? And he doesn't always show up, yeah. <laughs> right? So you cannot count on him. You just can't. So it's like he's not there. And when you do get him, then you're like, oh, great. That's awesome, right? We're going to have an easier day today instead of the day that I was worried about. And so, like, we have multiple jobs going in. Generally, each guy is responsible for each job, right? So one guy, one job, one guy, one job, two guys, one job. The whole job from start to finish? Yeah. Okay. So there is no grout, bitch. It's literally you start tiling, clean, grout, seal, done. That's how I do it, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I found that was much better. Because then there's not a lot of like, oh, they left this and finger they did pointing. that. Yeah, there's mm. none of that finger pointing. They can only point a finger at themselves, yeah. right? So yeah. you prep it, you install it, you grout it. You know, sometimes that doesn't always work, right? You know, there's jobs that overlap and, you know, someone's got to prep a job for another guy. But then guaranteed, like, there's going to be finger pointing like, oh, you know, you, did, you didn't make the shower pan perfectly level and this and that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> Do they do it just yeah, for they, conversation, just to make the day go by? Or they I, just I, do it because they just want to do it for uh, the sake of They just do it because they're Eastern European and they just have to <laughs> complain about something. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we, we got, okay, that, that basically got you to... Finally getting on your own? Is that the idea? No, that no was, you uh, still had a bunch of beginning. So yeah? yeah. So after that uh ceiling job, um I was thrown on and doing my own floor and it was a bigger house and there's a ton of installers and uh and I had this like, you know, standard five by five powder room floor that I had to do and and I'm like, okay, I've got 12 by 12 tile. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to install these tiles. And then I look at one wall, I look at the other, and I'm like, okay, this wall kind of looks like straight, so I should uh, go off this wall. And and then I start laying the tile, and one of the installers comes through the hall, and he stops and takes a look at me and goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm installing tile. He's like, where's your lines? I'm like, my what? <laughs> He's like, your lines. I'm like, for what? And he's He's like, well, you need to, like, put a starting point and then square your line from that so you make sure everything is good. And I said, what? And That's a good idea. <laughs> and I said, well, he's like, well, how, how are you doing it? Like, what, what's your theory in this? I said, well, I'm just doing it by eye. And he's like, what, really? You're doing it by eye? And I'm like, yeah, my eyes are pretty good. I wear glasses. I got four of them. <laughs> And uh, he's like, no, 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 you got to. And then he gave me a pointer. So he's like, OK, you, you take the, the longest wall. You, you, you take a couple of uh, measurements. You draw your first line. Then you square from that line. And boom, you, you have your, you know, your most important, like, go from that and then work out from trueness. there. Yeah, you have yeah. your trueness point. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I should probably do that. Yeah. 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 So. And this was a laborer that just walked by? No, no, that was uh, one of the installers. One of the installers, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was the laborer installing tile. Yeah, so then time went by, and I was giving these jobs, and when I was lucky, I'd be working on a job where there was, like, a, an installer on it as well, and then I would ask them for some pointers or something, or they would give me some pointers. And uh, so a lot of it was just learning on my own and then going literally throw you into the pool and learn oh, yeah, how to man. swim man sink or swim wow 
I remember then, you know, I was getting better and better and pretty confident and I would be thrown on these jobs, you know, multi-million dollar homes. And I had very little experience and, uh, expensive material, hundred percent. There's this, <laughs> there's this one tile. So we're doing this job, uh, on, uh, Chesterman's beach in Tofino and, uh, it was a guest bathroom and it had a chair rail and there were about two by six inch pieces. And this bathroom's huge, right? There's probably, I don't know, about a hundred and something pieces that had to go around the whole room. So the inside miter, outside miter, and each piece was, so it was all handmade. And the sales guy told me each piece was worth about 150 bucks. Holy cow. Each yeah, piece. So that's just a chair so rail. pieces? A uh, hundred and something pieces. Oh. Yeah. Ceramic yeah. or some sort of natural stone? No, it was a ceramic. Ceramic. Okay. It was like a hand glazed, yeah. handmade. Yeah, we've, we've all done those, yeah. Yeah, and then the sales guy said, I only ordered one extra piece. Because you're such a smart sales guy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? Okay, that's fine. And I, it didn't really phase me, so... I install it, do the inside and outside miters, uh, you know, 45, and made it all good. And and then he shows up because since it was out of town, he didn't, he wasn't there all the time. And so I had finished it, and he uh, he come to me and and he's like, uh, so how did it go? He hadn't uh, gone inside yet. I hand him the one extra piece. And I said, you ordered one too many. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just he just had this smirk on his face. <laughs> you ordered one too yeah. many, man. And this is the first time you're doing chair rail. Yeah, man. Holy like, cow, man. And I hadn't done it before, but you know, just slowly and surely and just took my time and it, it didn't phase me. It could have been a thousand dollars each a piece. It, it didn't matter, right? Larry, would you have the same faith for anybody that's today, giving those opportunities to anybody from today? Here you go. Here's a uh, hundred pieces. They're a hundred dollars each piece, and do the chair rail. Would you expect that one left left over today? Probably not. <laughs> You're giving me there's this look. There's the dead silence. <laughs> You're giving me the this dead look. Silence. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's probably somebody I'd be out nervous. there. I'd be nervous. I, you know, yeah. um, I, I would have to really look deep into their eyes <laughs> and get a good sense if they could really do it or not. Yeah, right? yeah. Pull it so, off. Yeah, you know, there's probably definitely. You know, people out there that could probably do it, but you know, there's probably more few people that can't. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, it was it was great, and then it was kind of like building up this kind of like confidence that like you know I I'm I'm pretty good at what I'm doing, and I and I really like working with my hands, so you know I'm I'm doing my thing, and and I'm enjoying like working on these projects, and uh, you know, so I'm in my early twenties, and uh, you know I bit of a baby face and uh, I would show up on some of these jobs again like I said multi-million dollar homes and you know these older clients would be like um uh, so uh when's the tile setter coming and I'm like <laughs> you're looking at them and you know they're thinking like because like some of these tiles are really expensive right and these clients spending thousands sometimes tens of thousands on this tile right and that's not even the labor that's just the material that's just the material yeah, yeah I believe it and uh you know, they look at this kid, kid mm. and go, hmm, I'm spending how much on these tiles? I don't think he has enough experience, right? And then I would tell them, they're like, oh, so uh, have you done this before? You know, like, because like with tile, like 
until you've done it for many, many years, and even then you come across things that you haven't done yet before, right? It's just, it is like certain materials or certain layouts or whatever, right? So they look at me and, and then they ask me, right? Like, oh, so, you know, have you done this type of tile before? And I'm like, uh, nope. And they're like, oh, so. They're even how's... more nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I'm like, ah, but uh, I'll figure it out. And they're like, oh, you're going to figure it out. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I work on houses like this all the time. It, you're in good hands. They're like, are you, sh well, how long have you been doing this for? I'm like, uh, like at that time, it's, I had been in, you know, I had grouted for a year and I had been starting some, uh, the tile install for like, uh, maybe a couple of years. And they're like, that, that, and they get uh, nervous. Uh, uh, why, uh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> So like have a little it, bit of faith in certain trades. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's 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 hard, you know, when you're on the other side, like yeah. if, you know, if you're the client, right? I it's it it could be a, really hard. And then were they watching? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Like I could yeah, only yeah. assume, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were watching. Did they get to yeah, a yeah. point where they finally said, "Okay, we're comfortable with this oh, kid." Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I figured. Once uh they saw that, you know, they were in good hands and I was explaining things and asking them, you know, all these little minor details like, okay, so if we center here, you know, I know, I think you put a post like, you know, oh, if, you know, we center from the, from the sink, then we get these cuts on either side at yeah. the ends of walls, you know, in a backsplash. And yeah. then, you know, the, the stove side, we should center it as well, but the corners don't, you know, match up. You know, these are focal points and, you know, or we do we rewrap or, you know, they're like, oh, well, he's asking all these questions. So he must know what he's doing. And um, so I got flack for that by one idiot, but I'll leave him be. Oh, and uh, I just on a side note. Yeah. What do clients mostly want? Do they want the focal point or do they want the wrap? Focal point. 100 percent. Every like, client I've ever a, spoken to, dude, every designer point. I've ever spoken to, it's always the focal point. It, it has to be the focal point. And you point. can't, you can try. Go yeah. back to the client or the designer and go, listen, you want me to focal and wrap? I can do that. Yeah. Here's the bill. Here's the and then they'll go, no, 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 we'll just stay with the focal. Don't yeah. worry about the wrap. Yeah, generally, like, it's kind of like having ice cream and then you get whipped cream with it, you know, if you get the wrap as well, right? There's an extra so cost. That's all it is. I know that there's a, a you can do it. But there's an extra cost. And when you're already spending a lot of money on material and you're already spending a lot of money for a certain trade to install it, you don't have much more money to actually do that extra little bit. And in my opinion, the corners of a kitchen backsplash is where you park certain appliances so you can actually hide that and it's not an issue anymore. I don't know about you, but how often do you stand in the corner of a... Stand at the sink. <laughs> I stand at the stove. I stand yeah. everywhere. Focal point. Yeah. So it goes this balancing act. Between, so I just, I just said, I, I'm not going to have this conversation. This is okay. Fine. You're not there. It's not your job. You're not communicating with what's going on. But then that's a whole other tangent. That's the social media, and I don't give a shit, crap about that. <laughs> but it was good that you actually, you know, sure, you're this kid. There's nervousness coming from the clients. Expensive material. Yeah. You kind of held your own. And, but then once you started explaining things to them and how you your thought processes and how your work progresses processes, they started feeling more confident. And but the icing on the cake is when they started seeing the work. Hundred percent. Then they left you alone. The kid knows what he's doing. Yeah. Leave uh, them alone. You know, seeing the work and seeing the uh, the dedication. Yeah. And like you know, go and cut something, and it's not you know, 
it's not quite right and you go and you cut a little bit more off you cut a little bit more off to get that perfect cut right um when you're scribing around some of these uh trim pieces uh you know around a window or something yeah. like that and uh you can't cut it so you have to cut to it right you can't cut the piece of wood off so you know then clients you know start looking at things like that and and then they uh and then they start appreciating the totally type of do. work that you do right so it's uh yeah no it's really good so i continued on that route right and uh so we we were doing you know high-end homes and we were doing the the multi-families and then uh as time went on gained more responsibility so i had to run a crew of like 13 guys and the building and we did all the work so Holy i would be the first cow. guy to get there and the last guy to leave and i would set everybody up you know this this room this layout and go through all the guys make sure they all knew what they needed to do then i would go in and throw down tile all day until the end of the day five six o'clock or whatever it was and uh and then do it all over again the next day so i i didn't just run the crew i had to install as well so i was installing running the crew and uh really just pushing really hard how much time were you spending at the start of the day to to ramp things up get the crew going like an hour uh, yeah 13 guys i know sometimes it's more than that because the uh because of going over layout and stuff yeah sure like hey no we're gonna start center here and this that and the other thing since it was a multi-family some of the apartments were identical like from the other floor so i also tried to have the same guy that did like you know 601 would do the 701 so that he can he you know he's already familiarized yeah he just yeah. you know he familiarizes himself and he kind of like look back if he doesn't remember what the layout was he just goes back to the other unit efficiency that he did. Yeah, yeah trying to be as efficient as possible right so so we're doing this, uh, these projects and these, you know, larger projects and uh, running these larger crews so that, yeah, I had uh, responsibility about 13 guys and then they had guys out there doing some other multifamily stuff. So, you know, there was like 28 of us all together at some point. Holy cow. At one point you were running that many. Wow. Yeah. The, between uh, dad, my brother and myself, I had about half of them. And then the and then my dad and my brother had split the other half, and then they each had like, whatever, uh, seven guys or something like that. Wow. So we just started getting experience, most of it from just other installers, really, and they would give me pointers and stuff like that. And then it wasn't until um, summer of two thousand, I think seven, is when I told pops that i need to go on vacation <laughs> finally yeah so like i did payroll i did invoicing I, di I didn't charge for that like it was a family business so a lot of my time wasn't uh allocated for that right in terms it was of just like generosity the, yeah like yeah. it's just you know and it was things was tough like even though we had a lot of guys like my dad liked paying every week and the guys liked getting paid every week. So every Friday, especially they would get Jeremy. a check. Right? <laughs> yes, especially Jeremy. And uh, so, like, the guys would get paid every week, and they liked that. But that made a lot of paperwork. So I need, we needed their hours 
or whatever, like the square footage. Isn't this that a they lot for you? I mean, like, honestly, like, you're delegating, managing, installing, administrative. Holy, that's a lot. Yeah, that's what I did. And I made a mostly like a lot less than most of the guys that were working for, for my for my brother and my dad, right? I guess what it was, like, I didn't have to make it because I was still living at home. Yeah. I was helping pay rent, but I was living at home. And it's like, well, Larry doesn't need the money. And the old man <laughs> and was just old time. school that he didn't want to hire a bookkeeper to handle any of that no, stuff. No, no, can't do that. No. no, no. <laughs> so I would spend, you know, my evenings or my Sundays doing all the paperwork. Oh, man. Uh, Seven days like a week, that. eight days a week then job. Oh, yeah, man. And it, I guess it's prepped me up for my own business uh, doing the same thing, right? So. And uh, when did you officially start that? Yeah, so when I asked Pops, when I was making a lot less than the other the guys, I said, so look. So 2007, you go, finally, I need a break, vacation. Yeah, so I was like, hey, man, uh, I need a vacate. I need to go take some time off. It had been about two years since I had no time off, zero. Like, Pops would go to Portugal every year, brother would take off once in a while, and there's good old solid Larry work Sunday to Sunday if we had to to make sure that those projects were finished, right? Um, you know, my brother is a little bit different. Um, you know, if it was Friday, four o'clock, and the contractor said that we needed to have it done for Monday, and it wasn't finished by four, he'd be like, okay, well, we'll see you Monday. I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, did you not hear what he said? We need to be finished for Monday. And we're not finished. He's like, well, we'll just come back on Monday. He's like, no, 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 no. We need to be finished for Monday, not on Monday. Well, we'll just figure it out on Monday. He said, no, 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 no. <laughs> we have to work this weekend. Like, dude, realize that, yeah. you know, we got to work this weekend. He's like, oh, man, I ain't working my weekend. Weekends are not for work. And I was like, oh, man. And then I would work the weekend get it done, contractor's super happy, and then brother would show up on Monday, like, oh, well. It got done. <laughs> no, no, he'd be like, no, we don't got work to do there. <laughs> we got to go on another job. It's like, well, yeah, exactly. He's like, well, I wasn't planning. We were planning to come back here on Monday. He's like, no, 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 but that's the thing. We, we needed to finish it, so it's finished. Contractor was super happy, you know, pushed it out. Uh, Saturday and Sunday to make sure it was all done. You know, the guy that gives you work. Exactly. <laughs> the one that actually ultimately signs the check yeah. and hands it to Where us. Where the money's right? coming from. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just different mentality. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I'm working my butt off uh, for the company, for the family, essentially. And, uh, you know, there have been two years I hadn't taken any vacate. He's uh, asking me that. Uh, I don't take a vacation in the summer because normally, as you know, summer times, well, I guess especially back east, it's probably the busiest time of, yeah. of year, right? Yeah. Um, same in the west, like summertime, it just gets really, really busy, right? And he's like, you can't, you know, my dad was like, oh, you can't take this time off. You just can't, like, it's the busiest time of year. And I said, yeah, but you wouldn't also let me take off any time during Christmas because there was a Christmas rush and, like, you can't take off time in spring because you got to get these other, like, it's endless, right? Like, yeah. so when can I take time off? He's like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't. Yeah, 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 you can't. And I said, no, no, you don't understand. I have to. Like, I'm, I, I have to. And uh, I hadn't actually told you that, uh, so, when when I was doing this uh, 
when I was tiling for Pops, I was actually still delivering pizza and working at the seniors home, like I was telling you before. So, yeah. So, so you're still juggling all that too? Yes. So like when wow. I would, for delivering pizza, it would be like, uh, it was three, three nights a week. I would start around four or five. So I'd go right after work. I'd go straight there and then, and then work till three in the morning and then get up uh, for 5.30 and, and go to work. Uh, at, That's at the crazy, construction. Man. So, and then on, on weekends, I worked at the seniors home, which was from four to midnight. So I was working basically three every jobs. Every hour of the day, every day of the week. Yeah, average about 18 hours a day, every day for like two years. Yeah, every wow. day. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was just a thing. And it's just, it's weird. Like some people hear that and they go, man, that's crazy. Like, how's that even possible? And it's like, once you start, you don't even, it just becomes like second nature, right? Like you sleep four or five hours a day and you just, you just work. But it's funny that if you speak to any tradesperson in this business and you get them to sit down and actually calculate how much time they commit to their business and to future endeavors and hustling and all kinds of stuff, they're doing that. They're yeah. doing 18 hours a day. Yeah. They just don't realize that they're doing it. Yeah. Larry Ketile Co. www.ketile.ca. Uh, email is info at ketile.ca. On Instagram, it's Ketile Co. And also Key Services. We're still moving along here. I want to ask you a little bit of history. And this one's going to be a Portuguese one, just to annoy Carlito. Is what I'm going to do here. <laughs> what's uh, What's the question here? The question is, um, where did the tiles that Portugal is actually famous for originally come from? Well, you know what we're talking about here, right? Because I'll get to it. The blue tiles. The blue ones. So those, okay. those ceramic, painted, those, those, those are famous Portuguese tiles. Is it Porto? No. No, no, they're in different parts right. of the... Of the uh, but they originally, they originally came from the Arabs in the 13th century. Oh, interesting. And they're the ones that basically started shaping the culture of Portugal. Okay. And then the question becomes, why does Portugal have so many tiles in their country? It's not because every Portuguese guy is a tile installer. <laughs> it's not because of that, okay? It's, that's not the reason behind it. It wasn't until Portugal's King Manuel I, and he visited Seville, Spain, and he brought the idea back to Portugal, and he truly adopted the artwork into the culture. That's when it first started. The tiles were used to cover up the large areas of blank wall that were common inside buildings during the Gothic period. So that's why we started seeing all these tiles now. So these tiles are basically, they're known as uh, azuljus. You know, mm -hmm. you know what they're talking about, yeah. right? So everyone, if you look it up, you'll, it's, it's a glazed blue ceramic tile, and it's everywhere in Portugal. It's even in the islands. Yeah. You still see it there, right? Uh, they, they decorate the, the windy streets, the capital, Lisbon, their traditional art. Uh, there's always stories behind them uh, depicting navigators and famous ships and, and things like that. Yeah. In Portugal, you know, they're also very famous for uh, a pedrinha, the calçada yes. that they do. Yes. And, you know, of course, only the Portuguese is crazy enough to think of an idea like that. Oh, let's make sidewalks of a tiny little pieces of I actually, stone. I actually love it. Oh, like, so do I. But, like, like I think if you think about it, it's just it's incredible. Have, like, have it's you crazy. Seen, like have you seen them? Yeah, have you seen oh, yeah. them? I've seen them installed. I saw them, yeah. And, and, and it's... Um, um, yeah, one by one. It's and, not fast-moving work. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's actually beautiful, and oh, that's yeah. where you it, that actually takes you to Brazil, and then the exactly. famous. So it's all, and I I'd, I'd love to see some of it here, but I don't know if the winters can actually handle it. That's the thing, the winters and the salt and everything is going to start to eat away at it because it's a mixture of marble and other stones. I think uh, volcanic it, stones. It, it, yeah, I guess it depends what stone you end up using, right? I think yeah. they use a lot of the granite. Yep. Yeah. 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 But it's actually, it's like, like, like I said, before Mike, we started recording, we're talking about that. And I vividly remember you walk around and, and you're walking around the island and you're walking around Portugal and just the different surfaces that oh, you walk beautiful. on. It's beautiful, yeah. right? And one like, of those is those little, those little yeah, sidewalks. Yeah, and to think about like each piece was put in, you know, one by, by hand. one by one yeah. by one by one to make this pattern in the, I find the, the beauty of it is like then they put these little pieces and it's everything's perfect and then it follows this pattern that goes yeah. throughout the whole sidewalk yeah and it's just like it's beautiful yeah it's just absolutely amazing right like it's i'd like to see an ai do that you know and they i don't think they America. can i know that there's ai machinery that is doing some cobblestones yeah and they're laying the pavers and they're just going through the streets that way but I don't think that particular design can be done. I don't think it's possible. I, I think you need certain things by like, hand. Yeah, not just by hand, by um, by eye, by eye, and by art, by yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's still part of human nature that just cannot be reproduced. Sorry, Elon. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's true. It's a hundred percent true. You can't. You yeah, know what I mean, like, you appreciate that. 100%. But if it makes you think, though, all the Portuguese guys that came to this country in the 60s and 70s and 80s, and all of a sudden they're pouring concrete everywhere, and they're probably shaking their heads going, why aren't we doing sidewalks like the way we used to do them? Yeah. But I guess you can't. Not here in Canada. Yeah, I think it'd be be hard. Like it's Maybe costing. West Coast. Maybe. maybe yeah. You could do that, but it would have to be, you'd have to build like a concrete substrate, I think, first. And then and then put it in. See, that starts getting into cost. Yeah, exactly. Then, so like you're already putting concrete. So. Yeah. But I think it'd go. But yeah, it'd be it'd be difficult. Uh, West Coast being, you know, there's only what like two percent of the the world that has the the type of climate that we have, which is a rainforest that freezes and thaws. Yes. You know, constantly all year round. So it takes a special product and and uh a prep to be able to do you know certain things especially outside so. but you would think like a paving company here in canada would create a man-made version of it or would that just be blasphemy where <laughs> you try to copy it and it looks like a copy uh, and it's not the same kind of thing it's not the same idea i don't know i don't know if i would like that it starts to get no, into yeah. like prefabricated brick veneer walls and yeah it's not the same thing no Right. So I don't know if it's um, I guess you just got to pick up and move. Go to yeah. it instead of it come to you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Got to be part of it in so. another way. So. so I just want to share that because I oh, think that cool, if, you, if you look up Portugal, then you'll get a lot of that. And that's that's the reasoning behind it. But it, it's, it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think it's so always too. a pleasure to see it in person and actually walk on it and touch it and, and, and understand the person who actually put this in here. So on what I was saying before, when I was going to go on vacation. Yes, finally. Yeah, so finally, I'm going to go on vacation. I put my foot down. I said, look, 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 I'm going on vacation, period. He threw a fit, and that's when I quit. I said, look, man, if you're not going to let me take a vacation, then I'm 
taking a vacation. Why would he take a fit? He's taking vacations. Your brother's taking vacations. Why was he fitting? I don't understand. Well, who was doing everything? Yeah, that's... <laughs> so the business had to keep on going because if it wasn't going, then we weren't going to get work and then there was going to be a fear of he'd hire somebody else. And there was always that fear factor with the old school guys. They always were worried that someone else can step in when you walked out Correct. for a break. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of the contractors really liked me and, uh, you know, not my brother as much. Just, we're just different mentality, right? Older? So the, older brother. He's an older brother. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And uh, so we just worked differently and the, uh, the contractors really liked working with me. And so when I was out of the picture, even the guys, right, like they were super chill when I was working together and they would do something to come up and be like, oh man, I don't, I hate working with your brother, man. <laughs> it's just, oh. At least they weren't quiet yeah. about it. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, 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 they weren't. But uh, so yeah, so I, I screwed off and I, uh, I went to Brazil for like three weeks. I had a girlfriend down there at the time. And this then, is 2007? Uh, 2000, yeah, 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 yeah. So I come back and I go to Cambridge. Uh, in Ontario to go visit family, you know, grandparents and my aunt, uh, my aunts, uncles, cousins, everything. And so I start like couch surfing and then I'm like, oh, well, I haven't been to Portugal for a while. So that's mm -hmm. the last time I went to Pico and uh, go see my grandma there and stay there for a few weeks and then went back to Cambridge. And then, you know, I was basically like delaying my return back to Victoria because I was jobless and I didn't know what to do and I was still living at home. And you were afraid that you might end up right back with your dad and brother. Yeah. And I didn't really want to be in that position. Right. So I came back and it was like almost December. So I like took almost six months off. <laughs> Good for you, right? man. Like, yeah, I had, you know, some money saved up and I didn't, I, I just needed some time to, you know, be calm and collective and see what I'm going to do. Right. So I come back and, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in a parking lot at one of the sales, uh, places that they, one of the flooring centers, the, uh, salesman comes out and it's like, Oh, Hey Larry, uh, long time. No see. Uh, uh, what are you doing? I said, uh, nothing. And he's like, you want to do a 10,000 square foot, uh, custom house? And I was like, sure. And I was, uh, I was right next to my father and he was in his truck and he gives me this like dirty eye, like, like, what are you doing? Like taking work from me? It wasn't offered to you. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he actually, the salesman then turns and looks at my dad. He's like, well, you guys already had told me you guys are going to turn this down. So why didn't your dad want to do that 10,000 square foot job? They were too busy. Oh, they just couldn't tackle it because yeah, it's just, such a big job. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a big job. And um, most uh, trades guys out there probably find the same problem. Like we turned down uh, a job last year. I would have had like four or five guys tied up on a job for almost a year. It's, it was a huge, it's probably one of the biggest houses uh, to be built in Vancouver with just tons of stone and lots of intricate work. And it's just like, it's a good job, but when you tie up so many people in your resources for that long, that job's done. Then all those other projects and contractors and things that we're doing before and for, and, and for those we were doing work for, they have to find somebody else. And 
you nurture those relationships for so long. Yeah, like it's 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 better to do more jobs and smaller than it is to do bigger jobs, right? It's you know one of my guys used to say like, I'd rather make you know have a a, a chicken every week. No, sorry, a, ch- a chicken every day than eat a turkey once a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. It's kind of the same mentality, right? It's so the, true. The, the bigger the projects, the more resources it takes, and there's uh, there's also more liability, and yeah, a lot more can go wrong the longer you're on that same job. So you finally take that job, and that would have been the beginning of Kitao? That, that was the beginning of the beginning, yeah. Okay. So like uh, uh, our slogan is, uh, where precision is key. And uh, that's where the whole idea come from was key tile um, because of being uh, precise in, in what yeah. we did. So I take this job and I had a good old friend of mine and he uh, he had been working at Moxie's, you know, for five, six years. And, you know, from dish pit to upper management, you know, good four dollar increase right in, in wages <laughs> and i told him you know he i, I love the kid and uh we grew up together and i said look man what are you going to do with yourself you know what i mean like what are you going to own the moxies you know in the future you know uh, other than that like this lifestyle you, you you start work at noon and you finish at two three o'clock in the morning like it's you know and then you're drinking you're smoking you know what i mean like then you have this kind of like party lifestyle, right? Like it's not very healthy. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, here, look, how about this? Come work with me, okay? Hand to hand, I'll pay you more than what you're making right now, okay? And I'm gonna teach you everything that I know and anything I don't know, we're gonna learn together, right? Well, you know, and then so we work on this project for like 10 months, day in, day out. You know, Saturday to Saturday. Uh, we just didn't do Sundays, but like every day. This is a commercial project or a res- no? No, it's a residential. So this, this was just house, like all kinds of bathrooms, kitchen, oh, yeah. foyers, everything. Tons and like tons of stuff I've never had touched yet, right? Like you know, so at this time I had been working in the trade for about three years. So one oh, year grout bitch, and then oh, eh? and then a couple of years with some tiling experience. So I just had three years experience. And, um, you know, this huge custom home and it was, you know, probably the uh, one and only because, uh, the house was built new, but it was, uh, to make it look 200 years old. So everything was distressed, beat up and like, it, it was very unique. Like everything about it was unique. So it was, uh, it was different. Like Rustic tile, all kinds of tumble tile, or yeah, you got it. Tumble yeah. tile, okay. Tumble tiles and all all kinds of fun stuff that we had to. It's great yeah, to clean issues those. Implement. Those yeah. are wonderful to clean. Yeah, <laughs> well, a person with a house like that, I don't think they do their cleaning. No, they don't. No, <laughs> but even installing during installing stages is it's fun to keep. Yeah, it we clean would pre-seal and, it and yeah, stuff, and it would yeah. be easy enough. Um, yeah, but we we went at it every day and tons of little challenges like with the with the designer putting like accent pieces where like the uh, shower valve was 
and where the trim was so we'd had to like shave the front of the tile so that the 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 trim plate fit right it on top sit. and sit flush yeah. right but it's this is like super decorative tile like the portuguese tiles that you're yeah, talking about yeah. right because it's, wow. it's meant to look 200 years old so there's like tons of crazy little stuff right like uh you know it's, it was like a four by four and then there was like a chair rail and then another tile and then an accent and another chair rail and then the two puzzle, by two man. and then like ceiling was like two by two on a 45 and like just everything about the whole project like wow. every bathroom was different and then working with this client in particularly she um she didn't feel very good with visual right and I the find designer or the client yeah you know, the client the client yeah so the designer put all the package together right and then the design uh, sorry the client is kind of who led the project right um you know the the the, the drawings was just a formality and then yeah. the rest it was up to us and yeah. and between the client and the contractor to make this vision happen right so like we had to make uh grout boards and stuff like that so like we'd get some of the product and then like grout different colors you know multiple times in the same product to try did, to did you charge oh yeah okay all right yeah, yeah. so this this they're this time project, consuming yeah, right yeah so yeah. this project was a cost plus job beautiful yeah so um we did all kinds of fun like archways and all kinds of uh different thing uh, like different things so yeah so she's since she was so visible vi sorry visual mm-hmm uh, we had to show her a lot of examples and then sometimes we would finish a bathroom and she would come in and she'd be like oh there's there's something missing you know be like w what's missing and like uh we need to like add some like maybe diamonds on every second piece and like we finished the bathroom <laughs> and then here we are like cutting and grinding and 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 dremeling out little like sections of the limestone to like insert these like little diamonds of marble like on the wall and on the floor and we're just like wow this would have been great to know before, before. We, yeah 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 but yeah. it was just that was just the nature of the beast right and there like, was no issue with cost it would <clears> just be like here you go sure this is how long it's going to take this is what it's going to cost no it was just it was our hours that's so all it was it was just Every week, you know, every two weeks, we'd submit our hours, write the invoice. That's the best that way, it, man. And then plus you're it's, learning. Yeah, well, that was the biggest thing, like mm -hmm. learning like crazy. You know, it's when we learned that uh, you've got to make sure you buff off the sealer. Because <laughs> you've sealed everything. Yeah. So, so you can't adhere anything. Yeah. So like we did the basement and we used a stone enhancer and uh, we didn't read the instructions so we put like a lot of the sealers i used to work with my dad it was like an acrylic base or a xylene base yeah and it would stink up the whole house and you just applied and walked away we just thought it was the same way and then you know we get a phone call uh the next morning we hadn't arrived yet and they're like uh the floor still looks wet and you're like, oh, what do you mean? No, it should be dry by now. We did it yesterday. And then we go there and it was literally like an ice rink because we hadn't applied and then wiped off. off. Yeah, wiped the off excess. all the excess. Yeah. So there's like 750 feet of limestone from the basement that's like turned into an ice rink. 
And then it's like, oh no, like, what do we do to fix this? And then we had to use like sealer stripper remover yep. and we're like, we had our pro knee pads and we're like pushing each other and we're like sliding <laughs> through the floor and like, we're just having fun with it. Yeah. Right? Um, it know, came it off though. It was yeah, just Yeah, it eventually came off, but like it was, it took all day, two of us scrubbing the whole floor down and then we had to reapply, right? Cause we're stripping all the sealer off yeah. and then we had to reapply the next day and wipe um, off the access yeah and then wipe <laughs> off the access but hey i can tell you that we didn't ever have to do that again nope yeah. lesson learned yeah, lesson learned <laughs> this this project goes on for 10 months i'd learn a ton he obviously learns a ton with me as well <clears throat> and then it the was just the two of you guys that's it it was just two of us two guys yeah Holy cow. We had three years in the business, two guys, new guy with you. Yep. 10,000 square feet, ultra high end. Yes. Custom, 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 custom. Oh, yeah. Like super custom. Like stuff I had never even seen before. Wow. And had no idea where to start. It's just. Was your dad asking you about it? Sometimes he would ask because, like, I was still living at home at the time. He would ask. I'd be like, yeah, no, it's, it's going good. He's like, oh, okay. And it was kind of a little bit before the time of actually having a f- uh, phone that can take decent pictures. Yeah. 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 So I, I would tell him, but he didn't really want to no. talk too much, right? Um, I eventually then left the house because he's like, oh, well, if you're not working for me or studying, then out. Out. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's kind of the. the you know, the, the brunt Portuguese in him. He's like, oh, get out. You know, the Portuguese guy to raising but a kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then so we, we do this project. The fireplace we built, it was from King Louis the Thirteenth, came from France. And it was like almost two tons of limestone, like blocks of limestone. And we got this little picture. And you guys were tasked to install it? Yeah, it was, it was, well, it shows up. They don't have anyone to do the stone and stuff like that, right? So they had a bricky, and they were going to have the bricky do it, but he totally messed up the herringbone pattern that he was supposed to do within the fireplace. He hadn't continued the of the pattern. fire Of the fire blo- box. Yeah, the fire box, right? Okay. <clears throat> so they weren't going to rip it out. Clients just said, leave it, fine, whatever. But they didn't want to entrust him now to do this stone. And he didn't want to touch it anyways. Like, this thing was crazy. And we had this, like, you know, letterhead piece of paper with this tiny little picture on it. Maybe it was, like, three inch by four inch. And then that picture was, like, of the fireplace when it was installed there in whatever uh, castle it was in. And then the it was, like, from a distance and on an angle. And you could, like, okay, so that's what the fireplace looked like before and then you have like all these blocks of limestone it's like oh well thank goodness i used to like playing puzzles when i was a kid (laughs) so here we are laying and picking up these huge massive pieces laying it on the floor to figure out how this thing goes together and uh you know how how do we install this thing like it's not like just put thin set on the back and stick it on the wall like we wanted to make sure that they ain't gonna fall Right? This was a lime. This was limestone based. Limestone. There were solid chunks of limestone, like it's curved oh and like cow and super old, right? And brittle. So we had to figure out how how do we put this thing together and how do we mount it to the wall without it falling off? And we we came up with the idea of using uh, Easy Rod. Now I can't remember what the 
it's like a two-part epoxy and a gun. Um, you basically sandwich redhead. I think it's redhead. Okay. So we would um, we would drill in the wall on an angle, on a, basically a forty-five degree angle, and then continue the angle into the stone, so that when we put the epoxy on, we had lift up the stone and slid it onto the easy rod. Mm -hmm. So if the if the epoxy or the adhesive was to ever fail, the rod would the hold. The rod would hold it because it's on an angle. There's, yeah. it's impossible. Gravity. It's just exactly. downforce pushing yeah. it back in. Yeah, pushing it back in. It's kind of like a like, French cleat for a pitcher hanging. Kind exactly. Of. Yeah. Basically, the same idea. Yeah. Um, and we had to figure out how that was going to work, and then, we're, you know, like how do we calculate the angle, and and then we have to like hammer drill on an angle at the same angle the back of these pieces of limestone without trying to blow it out or anything like that and uh getting it right so that you when you lift it up and slide it in and the final resting spot is going to stay exactly it's gonna where it needs to be so here we are putting all these pieces together and putting it together and like the thing stood like over nine foot tall and the opening um, no, not super tall, but I could walk right through in the opening. So like it was like about a five and a half, six foot opening. Holy cow! And it would have been yeah, about nine foot tall, close to nine or ten feet tall, and then the thing was about seven foot wide. Like the thing's a beast. How big like was the room that the fireplace was in? It was huge. Because yeah, there's a, a ratio oh, yeah. to the size of the firebox to the size of the room. Mm -hmm. They they have. It was to, a big firebox. Wow, it was a eh? big room. Yeah, so, I mean, you like know, like, room. Larry, technically speaking, that's not a towel installer's job. No. Technically speaking. No, gosh, no. Right. That's no. a mason's job, yeah, a stone yeah. mason's job, yeah. or even a specifically a fire mason's job. Yeah. But I guess since, yeah, he messed well, up. Over there. Yeah, we installed. Like, How did it turn out? It must have turned out beautiful. Oh, yeah, if you could, uh, I think our actually website's down right now, but if they go on our house account, it's they can there. actually look at there. It Is says there? 200 French wanna, old villa. Wow, I want to check it, it out. And it's there. It's uh, in that great room. It was this like 10 foot um, in diameter, all hand carved chandelier, all out of wood. And it's just this massive thing. It's beautiful like, hanging up there. And like, yeah, it's just the whole, the whole project was really amazing. So makes me wonder about the clients. What happened to the castle for them to take it out of that castle? Or did they just purchase? Was there a fire sale going on at the castle or something? I don't know. I don't know how she got her hands on it. I just know it was from King Louis the Thirteenth, and uh, crazy, huh? And uh, it came in pieces. And you from had France. no no issue. Like I mean, three years into the game, and you got such a a daunting job. You just like okay, let's do it. Yeah. It was good on you, know, you for like, that. <laughs> like, it was just like. You had to deal with it, so just deal with it. You know, we did radiuses. Like the the master ensuite had this beautiful freestanding tub with this one by one uh, mosaic, with a border. It was like a six inch limestone border that would go around as well. And it was like, well, how do we cut all of these square pieces and put an outside and an inside radius, and then cut them on an angle? Yeah each piece so that you can make a full circle yeah, you know what I mean? i've just done like, that before yeah so like one by one it, yeah <laughs> you just you you figure it out you know what i mean you know well that's what we had to do so 
that's what we did. And uh, today you would just water jet it. Uh, probably. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess depending on how busy we are, but that's uh, true. But I mean, if you could prep it, you would just give the tiles and let somebody water jet it, and then it comes back as yeah. a puzzle. Yeah. And you would and just you install it. it. That's yeah. it. But yeah. And then um, yeah. So then this is. Ten months goes by, you know, Pops now starting to feel a little pressure because we're finished that project, and uh, his son has now started his own business officially and needs to uh, watch out for his bakery, is what he would say, right? <laughs> and uh, his bakery, yeah. And then he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, you can't uh, start your own bakery in the same city, you know that, right?" I'm like, "Well, I ain't baking cakes, man." <laughs> You got to share it to the listeners. Just say it in Portuguese just once because then all the Portuguese guys will understand exactly what he was saying at the time. Well, do I have to do it the accent of the Portuguese accent or the Brazilian accent? <laughs> you know what? Do it do it in the por Portuguese or do it in the Brazilian. Do it in the Brazilian accent. Yeah. Se não pode por uma padaria do lado do seu pai. You can't do that. No, no pode. You can't do that. Okay. No pode montar uma padaria na mesma cidade. Um, and then uh, Thank you. So for he that. could feel no problem. Man. Um, se você quer em português do Portugal, <laughs> eu não pode montar uma padaria. You think do that the, do you think that the bakers, the Portuguese bakers, say that you can't start a masonry business right next to us or something <laughs> yeah, like that? Probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so here we are. We're now in conflict because he he was serious. Yeah, he was worried. Yeah, he it's was worried. School. He yeah. was. Uh, I would see him at the uh, at the supplier every morning, and I had my guy, and then he's like, mm. he's growing, mm. he's getting busy. Yeah, and. Uh, you know the conflict was getting a little bit tense and he was he was serious that like yeah. if you if you want to continue doing this business you got to go somewhere else so that's what took me to vancouver i was like fine we can go somewhere else my wife had actually came from vancouver i was like we'll just go there and then in vancouver it was like a whole nother world because what am i gonna do i don't know anyone I don't know the city. I don't know what the pricing's like. I don't know where the work is. I don't know anything, right? And you can't Google experience. You can't <laughs> Google uh, where do I find work, right? Like, where do you start? And I was like, well, where else would you start? The supplier. Yeah. Contact the supplier. Go there and talk to the manager. Hey, buddy, it's Garth. He's, you know, he's so funny. You'd laugh. Ah! <laughs> yeah you want to know who to work for and then uh i said yeah give me the like top three guys if you were to work if someone was come here and ask for like who's the best guys in town give me the top three guys and he's like okay yeah you know this one this one and this one and okay and i started a call call one hey you guys looking for a tile setter uh no but uh we're looking for a sales guy i'm like Oh, well, I've never done sales, but sure, I could give it a shot. And and then at this point, um, I hadn't learned that actual part, which is funny, of the business, the sales end, because Pops had his square footage price. I didn't. I was never part of the sales, right? I was all the back end and all the hands on, and and my projects were the ones that I had done before we moved. Was just cost plus. That was pretty yeah. simple, right? It's yeah. X amount uh, uh, an hour. 
and here's our material and boom you hand in the invoice right so it's just like well sales yeah i could i could figure that out right so i was getting very very little uh on a monthly and it was on a commission and i drove up and down every single street in vancouver cold calling literally like looking up at like lockup stage boom hello yeah hey yeah you guys looking for uh some tile sitters uh i, I don't know talk to my boss and oh, okay who's your boss and and then take their name down and if the boss was there the gc or the site super give them my name my number la 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 and then like every single house i stopped and i talked to people and and i had to cold call like there was no other way to get leads but to bang doors yeah and that's what i had to do and obviously like over time it eventually started rolling in like they started getting jobs and it takes a while like it, when you're a lockup stage it's, it takes a while before you start actually tiling and and if you get the job right so uh started getting the job and stuff like that but like vancouver was really expensive that was uh yeah 2010 so you guys are knee deep the, in the high real estate you're probably the most expensive part in the world right now to buy because uh, it was going crazy in, in Vancouver because, first. Yeah, 2000, uh, because of 2010, because of the Olympics. Yes, so the all that Olympics, stuff was going on. We had just on. moved. So, uh, I mean, Larry, how many, how many doors were you knocking? How many calls were you cold before you got that one? Oh, I don't know. Like a 100 to 1 ratio or something like that? Uh, no, I think it would be less than that, because I think I, I definitely left a good image. Yeah. You know, like it was, you know, it was pretty confident. And some guys kind of like almost like tested me like, oh, OK, yeah. And again, like the baby face, the young guy, you know, I'm you know, I had just recently got married, um, you know, wife, one kid already. And uh, I had been like uh, 26 years old or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And, you know, this guy's trying to sell me tile, trying to sell me. You know, like, what does this kid know, right? So he would, you know, they start pounding me with questions like, oh, so if, you, uh, if you're if you doing this and you want to do it like a curbless shower, like, what would you do? <laughs> and be like, well, this is how I would do it. And like, well, you, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good idea, man. Like, you're pretty smart. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll contact you guys for sure. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, yeah, no problem. So uh, all these guys had lisps. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> And uh, nobody wants to help, eh? Like nobody wants. You gotta get it for yourself. It, it, yeah, when I now that I think about it, that's exactly what. Nobody I had to do. was willing to help. No, even even the sales thing. Like um, he just like well, go cold called, you know, go cold calling. Rejected, like, rejected, rejected, yeah. rejected. And I just I got you know, it's almost like all the ex girlfriends just got used to getting rejection. Yep. <laughs> Just accept it <laughs> and move on. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Because um, there's bigger and better things, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm working in one of the probably most expensivest cities, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> it, it was. As, it yeah. is. It uh. <laughs> and uh, you know, and I'm making fifteen hundred bucks a month, and my rent Hustling. was like seventeen fifty. And uh, that was just my rent. And, you know, obviously I had the, a new the kid, wife, the kid. New wife. Yeah. And then obviously got to put food on the table and everything else. So I do this for almost six 
months and the commission is very low because the commission was only on the portion of the actual profits that they made. So it wasn't on the gross, like it was like a small percentage oh, of the wow. profit of the job. So if the job didn't go very well um, because of whatever reason, then it, well, then my, my commission was much lower. So basically I was working and having to dip in this, uh, the savings like every month, like just boom, like it's just like every month was getting less and less and less. And I did this for almost, yeah, five, six months. And then I'm like, I need to start installing tile because this is ain't going to work. You know, this like utopia, I'm going to be this sales guy driving around and like, yeah, I'll sell jobs and I'll make, a, you know, killing. Yeah, no. No, no, that wasn't it. That's not where it was headed. And then uh, I was like, well, I need experience on the field. So, you know, pop on Craigslist, looking for work. Yeah, looking for an experienced tile setter. Call them up. I want to start with the commercial because I did a lot of the commercial too, right? So call them up and, uh, hey, yeah, I've got some. Oh, yeah, you want to start tomorrow? I was like, sure, I'll come. No interview, no nothing. Talk to the guy. And I go to the job site and he's just like, man, you're like a dream. <laughs> Like, I can just leave you on the job <laughs> and you actually show up and you stay late if you need to. You know what I mean? Like, so I worked for this guy for about a month or so. And then I was done with that. Like, I was like, oh, OK, I'm, I'm are good. you introduced to the whole crew and all their names are Jeremy? Is that the idea there? <laughs> yeah, That's why he's such of, a dream. Yeah, it's just it's different. Right. Like if you actually work and yeah. it's, it's amazing, you know, it's kind of sad that you can be better than most by just showing up and the willingness to learn yeah you know what i mean listen like, you know what i mean like i felt bad that it showed up a little bit later than i was supposed to this morning um you know those no like, but you were knocking on yeah. your people like he <laughs> yeah, was like, and he was, was still asleep right <laughs> oh yeah i was like do, 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 do. <laughs> and i was gonna start throwing ice pedals at his uh, window tell but, him tell him if he wants to come on the show i'll get him on the show because sure, he's here right yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, no, no that's and, funny uh, he's uh yeah so here we are um you know i'm getting broke i've got nothing I started working with this guy in, in um, commercial, and then I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta get a feel of the residential, uh, you know, in in Vancouver. Like, what what is it like?" And then, so again, pop on Craigslist, guys looking for somebody. I go and work for this guy. The first job I do for him, I mess it up, oh. and bad. I don't, yeah, kind of bad. Um, and I was. Like I had like never done like I barely ever made any mistakes. I just it was just not in my nature. And like the first job I do for this guy, I mess it up. I couldn't believe it. So what the I had real done, question, Larry, is how did you handle that? Like a real man. Okay. So I owned up to it. So we had prepped the floor. It was an old old house, and the floor was messed. So I put like he didn't even know how to prep it. So I showed him how to prep it. I prepped it. Perfect. It was level. I come in the next day. I had to install the tile. But what I did was the first tile I installed, I installed it on an angle. So I, I had last inset okay. um, on like towards the curb, like on, up against the curb, then into the bathroom. And that multiplied as every row that I did. And I just 
kept building more thin set and more thin set. And I was like, dude, I prepped this like primo yesterday, man. Why am I still building up? And I was just going with the flow. And like by the time I finished the bathroom, I like had added like another like inch and a half Holy. almost. So I was like having to do like old school with like thin set and throw some dry pack and some thin set. And, and I'm like, this is messed up. Like I prepped this. So like now this poor lady's got like a, a step. Know, it, it's like you might yeah. as well. Yeah. That high, it huh? It was like, yeah, two and a, it was about two and a half, three inches going into her bathroom. And then, you know, the guy comes back. He's like, oh, it, it, I guess it is what it is. And I'm like, yeah, this is weird, man. Because I, I swear I prepped this really, you know, really well yesterday. I, I guess I didn't. And then it dries, come back the next day. And he's like, man, I got some bad news. I'm like, what? He's like, that first piece you install, it's completely on a level that's why this happened i was like oh shit so how did it Man. get out of level oh so that first piece that was installed um i just pushed it too hard on the one end and it just and it tilted sank the, yeah it sank and then it had the the back end towards me higher than the other side and yeah. then so i just i just kept installing at that height and that compounded, you know, that like eighth at a level, that first piece compounded over like 10 one. feet was yeah. just like, boom, 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 right? And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, sorry, man. Um, so I was like, well, you're not paying me for the, the tile that I installed. Um, I bought the new tile, jackhammered it all out, put it back in, and uh, I paid for it all. Right, I can't. I paid like six hundred something bucks out of my pocket, let alone the three days I lost. Right, and, and then um, reinstalled it again. Yeah, yeah, and and reinstalled it, and and then it was better. Right, like she didn't. She only had like an inch and a half, which was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still a massive entry, but anyways, it, that's that's what she could get, and uh, you know, he was like, oh, well, you know, thanks for that. Like he's like, and I'm like. Dude, sorry, man. We came off with the wrong foot. Like, I, I'm actually good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to just take my word for it. I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't know how, you know, and, and I even offered, like, you know, on the next job, you know, don't even pay me. I'll do it for free. Is he, like, just surprised with all these? Like, you step up, you own up, you do the work, you're offering the next job for free? Yeah, yes and no. Like, I can see it now on the other end, like, how it would be a little bit on the fence about it because like, okay, you just hire some guy comes in, messes it all up. Sure. He offers to fix it all, but it's like, you're still hesitant. Like, oh, yeah. do I really want to go down? Deal? That path. Yeah. Go down that path. And it's yeah. not even a, the fact that, that you just redo the work and you own up to your work. It's just, there's that headache. Right. And then the explaining with the client and it gets awkward, right? Yeah, it yeah. really does when yeah. you're, going backwards on a project right um when it's like your fault right or your guy's fault right yep. if it's the client like oh i don't like the blue tile right it's just okay well we'll take it out and put the pink ones in right yep. he was super hesitant and that's why i said like hey man I'll, I'll even work for free for a bit so that you can feel a little bit comfortable and he didn't really feel comfortable about that either he's like oh man i can't you know have you work for free you mean I'm like well we'll figure it out Okay, I'll, I'll make it up for you. And then I installed this, installed that. And then he worked as a like um, cost plus 
but he was on a different frequency than I was. He was like, slow down. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean slow down? Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put some, some time, slow down. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, understand I, like, what he, I understand exactly yeah, I like, what but, he's doing. But what, what, what do you mean slow down? He's like, wink, wink, you know, slow down. And I'm like, oh. Okay, fine. I'll slow down, I guess. Um, you know, take a longer lunch or something because it's just it's not in my nature to You want to just know, go. Yeah, I just want to go, but not like to like a degree and I tell the guys like cuz there's it's it's a triangle, right? It's there's something's got to go. So it's either time, money, or quality, right? You can't have all three, right? It's going to take more time. <coughs> it's going to cost more money. Yep. Right? And you're going to get the quality you want, right? So, um, but if you sacrifice the, if you want to be quicker, you know, um, the, the quality won't be there um, if you don't take the time. Now, there's there's a difference that I tell people, like, over the years, I'm quicker, right? But that's just because with more experience, I can do things quicker and still get the quality that I had when I did it much slower, yep. right? It, it just comes with time. So I'm working for this guy for free for a little bit, and then I regain his confidence. But the thing is, like, I was too quick. He wasn't used to someone actually showing up every day, right? <laughs> and then he would call me up, or we'd go to a job site in the morning, and, I like, I need the money. And, like, oh, the job's not ready. And I'm like, most guys would be like, okay, yeah, great, woohoo, I go home. And I was like, oh. I need to work, man. Like, is there something? You got another job that I can go to? He's like, no, man. And like, he was a one man show, but he never really overlapped anything. So, like, I'd have to go back. And then this promise of like full time work was no longer there. It was actually not there. And then, like, it was just a carrot. It was just a carrot that he was. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I had this feeling that I, I need to go on my own now. Like, I need to go and branch out and, and do my own thing like I was doing before um, and then take all this experience, the added experience that I have, and, and then just go for it. And then um, he, uh, he was approached by a contractor that I was doing some work for through him. For all the guys out there, um, you always want to check in with the guy that you're working for. You never cut out the middleman, right? Yeah. Um, it's so important. So... They came to me and said, hey, Larry, we need a tile setter. We need like a full time, like they were GC and they had a lot of work. Right. And I said, well, talk to the boss and see. And then the guy's like and he had and before they had approached me, I had already told him that I was no like I gave him my two weeks. And uh, in the start of the new year, 2011, um, I was going to officially go on my own again. And uh He's like, uh, I checked in with him and said, hey, look, these guys have approached me. Um, can, I, can I take on the work? I wanted to ask you because I met them through you, Yeah. right? So yeah. I'm not going to cut you out. You're doing and, the proper thing. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, yeah, man, I can't take any more contractors right now. So, yeah, it's all yours. Go ahead. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And then the guys were like, okay, so we have a lot of work, Larry. Like, we've got lots can you can you handle that and i said yeah i could do that he's like well is it just going to be yourself i'm like well if i need more people i'll find more people and then boom the new year happens you know they start bringing me in for work 
and then I start branching out. And then by March, I'm hiring my first guy. By the summer, I'm hiring another guy. By the end of the year, I have another guy and then another guy. Still working so I, for the one group. Uh, working with the one group. And then it started adding. Oh. Like As the year went on, um, the word just spread like wildfire, right? And then um, I started doing my own cold calling. On top of that. Yeah, because I needed to start my own business, so I needed to start knocking on some doors. So I was like, well, I learned how to, you know, I was worked on the, with those other people, I could do it for my own self, yep. right? Yeah. So that's when I, like, met, it's funny, because that's when I met some people like uh, Trevor Linden's brother. Okay. So we did some work for uh, Jamie uh, at uh, Linden Construction, and uh, by cold calling. So I went to a job site. I didn't even know. Like it said LC. I didn't even, didn't even by click. By a cold yeah, was, call. Yeah, by a cold call. And I, I uh, talked to his site super. And he was one of the guys that like, you know, was trying to like hound me with all these questions and stuff, right? And like, what would you do this? And what would you do that? And then like, you know, just boom, 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 boom. And answer all his questions. And, uh, and then... I didn't hear from them, you know, I gave them a price, didn't hear from them, he didn't hear from them. And then months later, I get a, you know, a phone call from the site super. He's like, hey, can you start in two weeks? I was like, what? <laughs> and it's funny, because like sometimes guys just don't give you that heads up, right? And you think it's just a dead in the water. Like you, you give a quote to, to a client or a contractor and you don't hear from them. You just, because a lot of people, I don't know about you, but like, Normally, clients just go dead silent. Yeah. Like, they don't want... They do. They they don't want you. They just go dead silent. I really appreciate the email, the phone call, the text, whatever it is. Hey, we found some other guy. Thanks. That's like... That's like closure. 5% of the time, if that, yeah. you'll get that. You just get that closure. Like, okay, yeah. that's done. That's off the back of my mind, right? And... Uh, so I, I started cold calling and then the phone started ringing and then here we are today. And, uh, you know, we do, um, you know, like I said, we have an alias called key services. So we do like countertops, stone fabrication refinish, and yeah, also installation yeah, the fabrication okay. install. All right. Uh, do a lot of the porcelain slab, uh, installation. Yeah. Which is everybody's doing now. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Um, so sometimes we'll do it on site. Uh, fabrication or it'll be at the shop and uh yeah all the guys really enjoy it and then uh, a few years ago when we have projects where we're working with clients and 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 builders and they have like a bathroom to do and they're like well i just got this one bathroom and you know it's got to get demoed it's going to get so you'll tackle the demo too it's like so when when uh when that started happening like well can you take on the whole thing because like a bathroom as you know is uh, you know it's like 80 percent tile yeah. generally generally right? speaking um sometimes a hundred yeah exactly yeah. um you know as a finish so everything else is just you know a few little things right so it was like well can you do the whole bathroom i was like yeah of course we could do the whole bathroom why not right so we would do site protection blow it out you know, put in new electrical, plumbing, whatever needs to be roughed in and come in, you know, get the drywaller in, painter, da 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 da, da and then we tile and, and then boom, we've done a bathroom. It's like, oh, we can do a bathroom, we can do a kitchen. And, and now we're doing, you know, full, you know, basement renos and I'm um, actually working on my own place. We're cutting nice. out like a 1914 Craftsman house. Um, 
the uh, so it's just lots of fun, and that's where I actually want to be. Is uh, I really enjoy having that widespread, just like what you do, that widespread of knowing a little bit of everything. Yeah, and it's really enjoyable. Like I love my trade. Don't get me wrong, but like I love to be able to do a little bit of everything, and it's just like wonderful how it all gets pieced and put together and with all the experience that you gain um, with working with people and talking you know you're on the job site and you you know start shooting the shit with the electrician and ask him like oh why do you do this and why do you do that and like, i love that i love when trades do that yeah, when they yeah. pick each and other's share, brains yeah and, and yeah. it's great and then you and you learn things one of our biggest things is like uh there's never like a problem. There's always like a solution, you know, and there's uh, some guys, you know, some of these trades are like, you know, you know, plumber was like, you know, we had a meeting with the designers and and then plumber's like, nope, nope, no, no, wait, it's impossible. You can't do that. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, there is no impossible. Everything can be done. Okay, Larry, well then you're going to be liable for this. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're making like a curbless shower on the 23rd floor of a, you know, an apartment and, uh, you know, we're the ones hooking up the, the drain pipe and stuff like that because the plumber doesn't want it. He doesn't want touch to do it, it. Right. And that's another thing with like the, the tile world, like we're doing, you know, we're doing the in-floor heat. We're touching yep. plumbing yep. now as well. Right. Like where we never used to. We just put the grate on, you know, when the sirloin membrane uh, game was was uh, being played. It's always nice to have those challenges and the clients bringing those to us, uh, be it client uh, in the A&D community yep. or clients directly or a general contractor. And we always want to play nice and play with everybody and just ultimately do whatever the client wants. It's right? a, yeah. Sorry, and go giving, ahead. And giving like, uh, you know, them options depending on what what is it that they want to do, right? It's, a, it's amazing that you looked at opportunities while other tradespeople that have been in the business looked at problems. And you're looking at it going, well, why not? Why can't we do that? Someone's asking us to try it or figure it out. It hasn't been done. Why can't we do it? And if yeah. you don't want to do it, then I'll tackle it. Yeah. And I was always up for <laughs> the game of, you know, I've never, you know, I hadn't seen it done before. You know, can you do this? Can you do that? And, yeah. And I, I know I like feed off that. It's like, yeah. We'll do it. That's how when I've been in when I got in, I always questioned it. Why can't it be done this way? Why can't we do yeah. that? And it's just really funny that recently, you know, I was told recently. Well, I was told in November that uh, black linear drains from Schluter were coming. Oh, really? Yeah, and I I, I we did. We were it. getting powder coated. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I I did it five years ago yeah. because nobody had one, and uh, I powder coated it, and then I asked Schluter. I go, how'd you guys end? Up figure it out because Schluter's the kind of company that won't do it unless they do all the R&D and figure out how it's going to last. Yep. They power-coded it. <laughs> so it's just yeah. fun. Uh, do you follow Omid, the tile guy, GTA? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. he sends me this. Okay. So uh, what I'm showing Larry here is I'm showing a custom bathroom, two by two. Yeah. Orange. Yeah, I see that. With custom, if you look at... Uh, Custom bull nose yeah, yeah. interior and interior of the of the niche. niche yeah. And then also custom vanity yeah. and shelf. And he sends me this picture and I said, What are you? Are you demoing that today? He goes, No, I just finished that. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't want to post it. I'm tempted to post it. It it literally looks like Schluter 
tiled a bathroom. It's that orange. Yes. It's white grout, two by two, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clients sometimes they ask for what they ask for, and yeah, 100%. you can't you can't choose. You can't. I mean, if they ask your opinion, by all means, give it. Be honest yeah. with it. But uh, yeah, I and mean, you have to let them know you're being honest too. Yes, right. Like, yeah. and and also ask them in return if they really want your honest opinion. Because yes. I've had it where like, you, you know, sh- designer. In- uh, client or you know hashing stuff out you know on the fly and then they turn and look at you and say Larry so what do you think and then you're like um do you want my honest opinion I'm like yes of course and then you're like uh yeah I think it's gonna look like shit and they're like oh what really and then you're like oh yeah and, and then you're given a reason why and you're like well because of this and because of that and da la 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 and then they're like oh wow yeah you we never thought of those yeah, <laughs> never thought of that before Yeah, so it's it's a double edge. You could either enjoy an honest opinion, or you could just be offended by an honest opinion. But in the end, none of the tradespeople are living in your home. Yeah. So if you're just asking us just to kind of reaffirm your decision that you're making, Mm -hmm. be careful with it. That's all it is, right? So it's been a pretty good ride for you for the last, I guess, ten years being on your own, taking up all those challenges. How many guys you got working now with you? There's because uh, there's different divisions. Yeah, now. so now there's the different divisions. Well, if you were to like add everybody, because like everybody's a sub. I don't like employees. Yeah, yeah. And I do the same thing yeah, too. Everybody's a sub. You know, they can go on and do on some of their own work as well. So they go and that's what they do. They'll they'll go and work for um, some other guys sometimes, and then come back to us. I don't know. 20 some odd guys wow eh? good for you yeah. are you still laying tile you're still laying tile oh, yeah man look at these cows yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, still yeah. laying no, tile I, but I, I i really enjoy it um yeah i still lay tile but generally on smaller projects because i just can't stay around too long right i gotta be other places and doing other things so generally uh for clients that are a little bit more high maintenance um or they just request that i they want to see you yeah they want to see the the whites of my eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, which is fine. You know what I mean? If I can, but they just have to be patient. I tell them like, look, you know, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the secretary. I'm the operations manager. I'm the banker. I'm the babysitter. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, with everything. grown men. Right. And, uh, coordination and la 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 la. Right. So, um, it's great with technology these days, with uh, with the, everybody having a smartphone, it's helped significantly. So when I go on quote unquote a vacation, right? You're still it's never connected. Been, I'm still connected, but not just in any form where we can do like video calls. So when it's like we're doing like a fancy layout, he can turn on his phone and show me. Okay, this is what we got going on, and I'll be like, okay, what's that over there? Oh yeah, you got to make sure you got to do this, this, and that, and the other thing, right? you can be more accessible and be more accurate with the with technology these days and i think that's the biggest difference i think from today and 15 20 plus years ago that these guys that had these um these larger companies depended on the the people that work for them and that's what 
that was their eyes. Now, I don't know if it's a double-edged sword because now that you're more accessible, the guys are like more like, eh, I don't know, I need to talk to Larry. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Instead so of like, them just trying to figure yeah, it trying out. Yeah, trying to figure own. it out. And sometimes it gets a little bit annoying because you're like, dude, just figure it out. Problem solve it. Yeah, figure it out and call me. Give me a couple of solutions and the, and and then we'll talk it through, right? Yeah. Because if you get to a fork in the road where you can't absolutely figure it out, then give me a holler and then I can maybe contribute. Yeah. Or just come up with a couple ideas first and then call me. Yeah. Not like, oh, you know what I mean? I've got a problem here. You know what I mean? And, and then you don't know what to do because you're not there. That brings right? up a good point here. I'm sure that back in Vancouver, you guys have the same problem. Two problems is where do you find the guys? Yeah. And second... Are you concerned about training these guys for them to leave? Yeah. Because everybody here in Toronto is concerned about that. Fine. Oh, really? I have a hard time trying to find somebody. Mm-hmm. When I do find somebody that will just begin, show up, that's the beginning of the, the expectation. Second, he's good or she's good. I trained them and then they take off. Yeah, they bugger off. Yeah. Take yeah, your skills. Part, yeah, it's it's kind of part of the business though like it it just it just happens right the the real good ones tend to go do their own thing yeah encourage them to do it yeah it, the niche that we have the guys that work for for us in particularly is the guys that don't want to put up with the bullshit so they have no responsibility other than the work that they do right they don't have to worry about money. They don't have to worry about quoting. They don't have to worry about invoicing. They don't have to worry about any of that other than like the work that they do, right? Boom, got a project for you. This is the drawings. This is the how much it's going to be. Okay, go and do your job, right? Yeah. You got any hiccups? I come by, take a look. You need any help? I'm there, right? You want to make a decision? Own it. If you don't want to make a decision, you call me. I'll make it then I own it. If you don't call me or you don't put me in the picture, then it's on you. It's yours. Yeah, it's yours, man. You mess that up, it's yours. Now, you passed it to me, I mess it up, it's on me, mm-hmm. right? So we have that kind of relationship and they get paid really well because my accountant says, Larry, you need to stop paying these guys so much money. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, it, it makes it go around. I'd rather make a little bit off of each guy than than trying to like uh, penny pinch Nickel, them and stuff like that. And, yeah. yeah, because then they're gonna go and do their other their own thing, or they'll go work for somebody else, right? So the idea is to pay them really well so that they're comfortable and uh, they don't need to go anywhere else, yep. right? Um, and when they do, they come back, right? And then and they can come continuously back. learn because yeah. a lot of a lot of these younger guys that take off, I think they take off too soon. Mm. And they don't realize that there's still a lot hundreds of other lessons to be learned. Yeah. And if you want to leave and sure, try to find another Larry or find another guy that might continue the education. Mm-hmm. Good luck. But I think you'd be better off keeping that bridge and staying with this person as they are teaching you and continuing to teach you. Yeah. And I think really ultimately what that person wants to do in their life, right? Like, do they want to run their own business? I, I know some, some don't. of these guys, like some, some of these guys, I think don't have a clue what it means. And in some guys, like if it's just the one guy, you know, bucket and trowel, and they're like, "Well, I own my own business." You know what I mean? Like, 
you do not own your own business. No. That's not owning your own business. You know, sorry, but it's not, right? You you have one guy <laughs> yourself, right? Uh, and that's it. Yeah. So, like, how hard is that to manage, right? It, it's not. You got two dozen guys. You got yeah. different levels of jobs. Plus, you got designers and clients, and they're coming at you with serious tile work. It's, like, yeah. large format. It's yeah. slab you know, it's intricate mosaic. It's custom, custom, custom. 100%. Bucket and trial guy can't do that. I'm sorry to say they can't. No. You can go in and just, okay, 12 by 12, install this, 100 square feet, shower, bathtub, yeah. install that. Ooh, let's get a little crazy. Niche. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then just go from there. But, yeah, it's like there's a different level. Yeah. There's totally two different levels. Man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and then all the guys that um, that work with me, have to be passionate about what they're doing too so like the the whole like hiring process um i can from five minutes of meeting a, a yeah. guy or a girl well i've never had a girl work for us it just it hasn't come across but yeah. in five minutes i can find out if this guy has a love for the business or not yeah or he's going to be any good or yeah. he's just talking shit like i had one guy uh we met up at a mcdonald's and you know it was a super nice french canadian guy you know he was kind of like gloating on like how good he is and like you know he's the best and i'm like mm, well it's very interesting so why are you looking for work if you're so good <laughs> i don't know about you manny but if you're good man you ain't looking for work no nope. you know unless you're like new to town or something like that like that happens but like why are you looking for work oh you know la, 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 la. And he's giving me a bunch of excuses and then i'm like well show me some pictures of some of your work and he's you know on his phone and boom 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 show me these pictures like wow that looks really cool yeah 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 and then he shows me a picture that i know there's no other bathroom on this planet that looks like that because that's the bathroom we did no. Yeah. So and he then, gets busted. And then and then he's showing me these pictures, and I'm like, oh, wow, you did that bathroom. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did that bathroom. I was like, oh, yeah, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's still, you know, scanning through some more pictures, and then, and then you know, we're finishing up the conversation. It's like, hey, man, go back to that that bathroom that you did, that one that was wild, man. It was like an onyx, you know, feature wall with Carrera marble ceiling you know, a floor to ceiling and a floating bench and all that stuff. And he's like, and you know, it goes back and he's like, this one. I'm like, yeah, that one. <laughs> really? You did that bathroom? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm giving him a chance to like, to you get know, out oh, yeah, of like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really? You like, you personally did that bathroom? Yeah. You're full of shit. <laughs> and he just, he went red, like, like a tomato. I'm like, dude, sorry. I can't have guys who lie work for me yeah. that's that's you've already crossed the line you haven't even set foot on my job site and you're f lying to me did he cough up or he he, he kind of did okay. well like he did kind of up like he just like um he said well yeah well yeah i well uh, yeah i i didn't do that bathroom but i like i worked on that house and like it was a fairly large house and there were several uh contractors that worked on that job and we took all on all the intricate stuff that's what we were called for and all the easy shit was given to the bucket and trowel guys and uh 
And so he was in there and he was taking pictures of the bathrooms. Yeah, I've had that happen. House, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then posting yeah. it on and saying it's their work. And you're like going, you don't think this is going to bite you in the ass one day? You're dealing with social media, man. Yeah. And then like, I was like, okay. But I still gave him a benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, right, man. You look like a decent guy. I'll get you to start. Like normally with guys, I'll get them to start like on a small job. You know, it's a tub surround, you know, bathroom floor, yeah. something really plain yeah. and simple, right? So I give him a backsplash and it just was a nightmare. So with all of his years of experience? Oh, yeah, it was just, you know, he, you know this and then messes this up and doesn't center the window, you know, like one cuts on this side, one's cut the other side. I'm like, how can you not center? No, oh, I start from full and half from here and go. It's like, uh, no, that's not. <laughs> so uh, it, it was just a nightmare. And then he never came back. He never finished. He never, like, he just, like, I gave him a shot and he blew it. You know, I still gave him the benefit yeah, of the listen, doubt. Listen, you, you can blow it. You can make a mistake, but you can own it. Yeah, but he never even came to finish. <sighs> like, he never. Funny. Yeah, it just like. Larry, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. We're at two hours here, man. I can continue talking okay. to you, but I just want to wrap up yeah, a little bit so of good. business here, um, a little bit of uh, industry standards. I just want to ask you. I'm sure. sure you already know all this stuff. Tile industry standards required minimum mortar coverage of what percentage in dry areas and what percentage in wet areas? As per ANSI, and I'll get into ANSI standards. Eventually. 95%. 95% in wet areas, 80% in dry areas. Yes. Yes, there you go. Uh, what is, and I don't like this at all, what is the acceptable tile lippage? Acceptable tile lippage? Yes. One sixteenth. One mil, which is basically yeah, yeah, one sixteenth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's uh, uh, So it basically says uh, lippage is the vertical displacement between two adjacent tiles of a ceramic, glass, or stone installation wide. The allowance lippage is, allowable lippage is one mil, one thirty seconds of an inch, plus the inherent tile warpage. There's a lot of that going on. There's a shitload of that going on. The larger the tiles yeah. are going on, and I don't know what kind of easy-bake ovens they're using these days. <laughs> But there's a lot of that warp pitch going on for those grout cute joints. Pink ones. <laughs> you remember those? Oh big? yeah. <laughs> the light bulb. Yeah. Those things got hot, man. Uh, for grout joints, six mil, quarter inch or wider, this becomes two mil lippage, which is one sixty. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Plus warpage again. Uh, what does ANSI stand for? American the American National yeah, Standard yeah. Specifications for That's Dry Set Cement Mortar. It's almost as fun to say it as it is to refer it. Uh, what's this? Um, what is the ANSI standard for A108? You're not going to know this, but... 108? It's proposal for installation of paper-faced, back-mounted, edge-mounted, or clear-film, face-mounted glass mosaic. Paper tile. on the wall. Paper-faced. Yeah, paper yeah. on the wall. Yes. So not, <clears throat> not my favorite. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't stand it because it's like Stevie Wonder tiling because you can't see anything. Well, that's, that's what I mean. That's why you put the paper on the uh, wall. <laughs> <laughs> then you but, can see everything. You can see everything. Yeah. So they actually have a standard <laughs> number for it, right? right. Uh, what is gauged porcelain tile? Gauged porcelain? Yeah. Gauge? 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 I don't yeah, know. It would be gauged porcelain? It's a... Specially manufactured porcelain tile with extra large panel slabs. They can get as big as 10 by 15 foot. 
10? You mean 5 by 10? 10 by 15. They're making 10s by 15? 16 to 12 mil. I can only assume these are for commercial structural cladding on the outside. Yeah, I would think so. They probably do a lot of that in Europe. That's what I'm thinking it is. Uh, What is a GPT tile? GPT tile? GPT has been defined as tiles that measure one by one meter, 36 by 36 inches or smaller, while GPTP are equal to or larger than one by one meter. Two classes of gauge tiles products are defined. Those for wall applications from 3.5 to 4.9 mil thickness and those for floor applications, which are more 5 to 6.5 thickness. So, yeah, there's an interesting little, like, all these large format tiles, which all originated in China originally. Yeah. Everyone thinks that it's Italian, but it's not. Uh, they all originated. They started there in China. They're all making their way to North America now. It's all, the, like, you guys are all doing that. Everybody's doing that now. Not everybody. No? There's a, no, there's a lot of guys that don't want to touch it because it's... it's the un- risk. No, not just risk. It's, it's unknown territory, mm. right? So these guys have been installing tiles, you know, let's say have the 35, 40 year mark and they used to install, you know, eight by eights, four by eights. And then they went to 12 by 12 and then they with went fruits to on them, pears and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. then went to 12 by 24 and then they grew to 24 by 24 and then 24 by 48. And then, you know, uh, five foot by 10 foot pieces like you just. You mess up the cut. You don't just go and grab another piece, right? Like it's a different, it's a, it's a different application. It, it takes more manpower. Um, it takes more skill, I would say, yeah. um, because the uh, error, uh, the room for error is much greater. Um, and there's a lot of tricks that you need to know when you're installing, cutting, and yep. like the inst- the installation is not too bad. It's all the prep and the uh, cutting of these pieces are like very specific, and if you're if you mess that up, then the whole job. They don't is, want the responsibility, eh? Because the moment you start book matching, mitering, folding, yeah, a full slab, yeah, you're taking the responsibility of the slabs as soon as the crane lets go of them and they're on their the job site. Yeah, it cracks, damage your responsibility. You know, you're getting it up. You know how many times second we have floor, to get second floor, third penthouse. Floor. Oh God! You know, up to the penthouse, you're you're twisting and turning these pieces into the elevator. You know, got it on an angle so that it can go scary. up. Scary. You know what I mean? Scary. Like, it's it's sketchy, and and if you hit that corner, that outside could. And it's just an explosion, right? I know. Um, so you got to be super careful. And you're mitering. Uh, we've even done ones where we're like we miter the thickness of the porcelain so that when you look at it on the wall and it has you're a You're mitering airing, as low as six mil? Uh, well, a little bit more because then you have the thin set. So we've got like an eight to ten mil um, little return. And it's actually book matches Holy around cow. the corner so that when you're looking at the piece... It looks like it's a piece solid. of stone. Yeah, solid right? piece. You've got this like super tight miter. We'll epoxy it. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, look, that's a beautiful piece of stone. Say, like, well, no, it's not stone. It's, <laughs> pork. it's yeah. skill. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not stone. It's skill. There's yeah, a difference, yeah. man. So, but uh, yeah, we really enjoy the challenges that uh, that brings, but uh, not everyone's up for it, right? Like people get comfortable, right? And they've gotten comfortable the grout, where they are. The grout bitch. You just yeah, yeah. go in, you do the same thing over yeah. and over. And like this is 
this is where it is now. I wonder if there's going to be like a revolution where like more and more and more of these tiles are going to be installed, the larger format tiles. You know, we have already kind of morphed into that, but I find that we'll probably always revert back again. So we'll like start over. Like, you think so? Be, yeah, I think so. Some nice 12 by 12 terracotta with a half inch grout line. <laughs> Uh, maybe not that, <laughs> but we'll probably go back into like mosaics. And I could see that. Tiles. I could see that. Yeah, I think so over the years because then people are just going to get tired of that like faux marble slabs, right? It's just, it's, you know, it looks cool, but it's pretty boring. My like, biggest problem with those slabs, outside of when it first got introduced to the industry, was the installation and fabrication of them because the issue is that if you crack it, you can't repair it. No. You can try as best you can, but you'll always see that, that damage, that little fracture, flake, that fra whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. You'll always notice it. Natural yeah. stone, you'll never notice it. Yeah. It can you get can fixed. It, it can yeah. fix. You you can melt. Like you could just smooth. I've seen artists just fix those things. Yeah. That's my biggest even problem. Quartz too, right? Yeah, the quartz, yeah, all the, the natural, quartz, any of those yeah. stones you can, right? Yeah. Even even the the quartz, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. The problem is that clients love the cost of it, but they don't realize that the cost they save on the material is increased by the labor and fabrication. Yeah. So technically speaking, by the time when they actually finish the books and tally everything up, the cost is probably the same as natural stones. Yeah, roughly. The only upside when it's a large format tile like that is the upkeep. The upkeep, right? totally, for like sure. It's the maintenance. Yeah. It's maintenance-free, essentially, right? Clean it, and that's it, right? Don't but that chip it. will always bother you if you're the homeowner and you go inside uh, that shower and you see that chip again and again and again. Yeah. It's almost screaming at you. My, my guys look at me, and, and uh, I'll come in sometimes, and they're, like, putting some tile up. And I'm like, hey, man, that's like a 16th off. He's like, what? No, don't, 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 put a level on it. Like, Dude, I can see from here. He's like, he's <laughs> I like, call he, it the Portuguese eye. Like, I know. They don't and, get it. And then, uh, and then he'll put his level, and he's like, oh. Fuck glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, man. I do it all the time. Larry, I got yeah. one last segment yeah. to do, which is the 12 questions. So again, yeah. Ketal Company, uh, www.ketal.ca, info at ketal.ca, and on Instagram, e, uh, Ketal Co. and Key Surfaces. You ready for this? That paper looks like it's been used a couple times. I know, eh? I got I to gotta print off a new one. Larry, what is your favorite construction word? Construction word. It has to be a word? Construction? It could be a phrase. It could oh. be a phrase. Um, it's never a problem. Yeah, we don't have problems. We just have obstacles. We just need to find out the solution. So, yeah, the obstacles, you know, you go over it, through it, around it. There's, yeah, a way. there's never there's a problem. There's always a it's way. Just, it's just an obstacle. What's your least favorite construction word? Uh, that's gay. <laughs> I haven't heard that in forever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that in forever. That's like high school. Uh, what turns you on in construction? Oh, there's a lot of things. I would say the, the fact that you can uh, start something that was on paper or an idea and it actually becomes, like, yeah. comes to life. Right. That's, That's that point. really turns me on. What turns you off in construction? When people don't show up to work. <laughs> A lot of you guys have that problem, man. Yeah. I just I wouldn't let the guy come back. The person I wouldn't. Oh, and the uh, biggest is uh, probably electricians. Uh, turns me off most. 
the trade in general yeah the trade yeah in general because like you're you're teaching them how to like keep clean so like you know they have like an empty box and i'm like you know when you're stripping wires you know just scooch this empty box yeah. while you're like you're not going only, around you're and not, you just you just drops all in the empty box you know, like you figure not, by now some sort of company would build a pliers that has a catch basin that catches all the little nubs or like, something. But I know, guess we're that's a fanny pack. I don't know, man. It's something. Just... I don't know what it is. What is your favorite curse word or phrase? Uh, curse word. Could be in phrase. any language. Um, uh, I don't know. A favorite one. Nothing comes to mind? No, not really. You don't come I'm across right. like the kind of guy that right. actually would just curse oh, I up don't, a storm. Yeah, I don't, I don't really don't try to curse too much. Uh, I try to keep it a pretty clean job if site. If you don't curse, you if don't I, curse, man. Yeah, if I, uh, if I drop one, it's, uh, it's got to be pretty ugly. <laughs> <laughs> don't care to share? Yeah, 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 Leave yeah. it alone? Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world? Oh, anything in the world? Anything in the world. Doesn't have to be construction related. Yeah, well, it's kind of a toss. Like I've got a little bit of a hard on on a, like a Hellcat, like Challenger, um, you know, with like 800 horsepower. Well, actually, 700. Is that about 150k or more? No, the Hellcat, like you could probably, well, a new one, yeah, it's probably about a buck twenty. Um, but you can get a used one for about horsepower. 60 ground. But yeah, it's like one of the fastest stock, you know, factory stock car that like came out on, you know. In, in, into production it's the, got a nice sound demon. yeah you know it makes a nice sound your la- your least favorite vehicle in the world least favorite vehicle ooh it'd have to be a tesla <laughs> sorry will in sweden i i didn't say it larry said it i've said it on other shows but it's funny it's just like when i roll up it next to a tesla i'm like i'm sorry it needs to be redesigned that's one ugly looking vehicle and i don't like it that's it just my opinion. Yeah, just but. the design, the idea. I don't know. Yeah, there's just something about it. It just doesn't. It just. I would rather have a Nissan Leaf than a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? Construction sound or noise? Do you love? Oh, supposedly I make noises when I'm working, okay. like grunting and like. <laughs> <laughs> so you love those ones. <laughs> What construction sound or noise do you hate? Uh, when there's uh, guys singing off the top of their lungs. And, Badly. Oh, yeah, really bad, even worse than me. And, you know, the client's got a kid napping upstairs, and they're like, <laughs> What profession other than your own would you like to attempt one day? And I'm going to assume bakery. <laughs> no? No, eh, padria, no? No, padria, no. <laughs> Um, a trade. Um, Anything, profession, other, any profession other than your own, would you like to Engineering. Attempt? Engineering. I'd like to do like a mechanical. Problem solving. Uh, civil, uh, electrical. Yeah, that's Did you see what New York is doing right now? No. I what building they're building right now? No. Uh, they're calling it the longest building in the world. Really? It's a U-shaped building, and it's going to be the tallest building in New York. And I'm just trying to figure out the engineering behind that U part at the very top where it's wide enough between the two towers that a plane can fly through. It's on billionaire's row, but it's just like, uh, like structurally speaking, how do you connect a U shape at the top there to the two towers connected to each? I don't know how you would do that, but that's an engineering marvel, I think. Right. Isn't it like kind of like a keystone when you're doing... 
like a yeah when you're doing masonry stuff i guess there's, it is there's that, there's but but now so a keystone is a certain angle yes but now you've got floors you got units up there so at what point at the, at the curve part does the unit change so mm. I guess those units at the crests of the curve are going to have so a vaulted... So units, they're all like yeah. this way, really? Yeah. So they're building it now. It's oh. pretty impressive. If you look it up, the longest yeah, building in the world. Okay. I'll have to check it out. So an engineering. What profession would you not like to do? Paint. You don't like painting? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, yeah. I just... I, I know I can't paint. I, I'm you not know, a huge fan of it either. The, uh, yeah. You know, I... I my hats off because a true painter is prep not just prep man you need to know a lot of information like it's five-year uh apprentice program versus like a four-year for like a plumber you know what i mean and like there's a lot of information you need to know you know adhesion and la 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 like you know it's it's a lot of work for not a whole lot of and then the whole client designer changing the mind because we never thought that that color would look like that during 11 o'clock at night, morning. Yeah, with the 3K yes. LED lights yeah. versus the 35. With the door the closed, 4, open against the rug, bed, head. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, they're they're the one that gets shitted on the most, right? They're the... Let's change it. Yeah, no, not just that. The trade's like, oh, I know. shit. Oh, well, the painter fixed that. Yeah, because they're the last ones. Yeah, last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome. Um, <laughs> there's an um? Yeah, there's a, yeah. Well, um, I've been calling you to come here sooner. <laughs> but you're just one hard... Busy. <laughs> yeah, guy to break. Doing all kinds of stuff. Larry, yeah. honestly, I appreciate you making the time, man. I, and uh, safe travels thank back. Thank you, man. Oh, thanks so much, man, for being on the show for and sharing what you... I hope guys take appreciation to what you just shared and, and understood. And we didn't really dive into particular brands, but I'll, by the way, you can always go on your social media and see what you're using and, and how you're doing certain things. You're not divulging all your secrets yeah, yeah, because yeah. you want to teach them in person or you want to learn in person. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, in terms of like uh, materials, I think everyone has their own personal, yeah. you know, preference and stuff like that. And there's no real right or wrong. It's just the way you do it. As long as the outcome and the longevity is going to be the same, then good on you and how you want to, to use your products, right? Now, we, we are not married to a specific product, but we'll use different products depending on the application, right? And, you know, some do better than others, and you got to be malleable, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, uh, I actually we're just not getting paid by someone in, in particular. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know, I know yeah. this. Uh, one ask, I guess, one last question: If you're gonna, I guess, meet yourself in the future, mm. your younger self, what's the one thing you would have told them before you actually got started? Because you weren't told a much, you learned it on your own. Ask more questions. Just ask more questions. Yeah, eh? just ask more questions to get more information. Um, you know, my grandfather always said that the best way to learn is by observing and and then asking the questions, right? Um, yeah, I would have told my younger self to, you know, uh, ask the questions and got started in this business maybe a little bit sooner. Really? I could, yeah. But you're traveling Brazil and everything like that. Yeah, yeah I had yeah, to. Yeah. Delivering pizzas. 
<laughs> all kinds of stuff. Larry, Keytile Co. and yeah. Keytile.ca. Info at Keytile.ca on Instagram. Keytile Co. and Key Surfaces, man. You got like yeah, a lot on your plate, man. Yeah, it's plate. all good, man. The more, the merrier. Yeah. All right, man. We're out of here. All right. It's done. The Sounds day's good. Thanks so much, man.